Hi there, this is T. Johnny with Quirky and or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does this shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find Quirky and or Queer on your favorite podcast app. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. And welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. And if you're brand new to this show, this is a drinking comedy podcast where I have friends, various guests, and comedians on, and we shoot the shit about life while drinking. And drink, we sure did. You guys, this week's episode, I am so excited about this one, is a doozy, and I mean that when I say that. Holy shit. So this week's guest is the hilarious Kathleen McGee. I started insta-stalking Kathleen quite a while ago, so I've kind of had my eye on her for quite some time. She's not from Halifax, actually, but she was in town this past week visiting for some shows, and I decided to grab her for the podcast. I actually saw her set at Yuck Yucks last Friday, and I was literally, like, my stomach hurt from laughing so hard. I went with a friend, and we both just fell in love with Kathleen. She was so fucking funny. You really know a comedian is good at what they do when the staff are settling up bills and cracking up while they're doing it. That's a telltale sign that you're fucking funny. So there you go. This was a drunk episode. We drank quite a lot of vodka, some blue lobster vodka, of course. But Kathleen came over. We hung out all night. We drank. We cover about a thousand topics in this episode, so I'm not even going to try to list them off here. It's just a true intoxicated episode, a little TMI, a little dirty. We did also talk a lot about comedy and being a woman in comedy and the challenges with that. And it was a fucking amazing episode, so I'm excited for you guys to hear it. We also recorded a after-party live stream afterwards, which was even more ridiculous, and you can find that on our YouTube channel as well. So there you go. Some extra content with 
Kathleen as well. Please follow her. She is amazing. If you ever get the chance to see her live, you cannot miss it. You can follow her on Instagram at Kathleen underscore McGee. I will link below to that as well. I'll also link to her website so you can stay up to date with her. Holy shit. Just go see her live. I can't stress that enough. Coming up at Yuck Yucks Halifax this weekend. So this weekend would be June 7th and 8th. And we have headliner Mike Rita with Scott McLean Middling and Carrie Lee hosting. Next weekend, which is June 13th to 15th, we have Pete Johansson, Ryan Freed is Middling, and Scott Belford is hosting. So some good weekends coming up at Yuck Yucks. If you did want to reserve tickets for that, you can go to yuckyucks.com backslash Halifax. And like I always say, if you enjoy comedy, check out local comedy in your area, whether that's an open mic or a show at Yuck Yucks. Go out and support live comedy. And make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicated wherever you find podcasts. You can follow the show on social media. That's Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore toxicated. You can follow my personal Instagram at Sarah Mackle. That's Sarah M-A-C-L. And if you really dig the show, you can leave us an iTunes rating or review. Or you can check out our Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. If you are a fan of the show, I highly recommend donating. It really, truly will help me increase the quality of the show. Any contribution helps for real. It is not cheap to run a podcast and get equipment and all of that. So anything helps, truly. But that's about it, guys. I'm hungover as shit. I've recorded two drunk podcasts in a row, and I am just absolutely wrecked. So please enjoy this amazing amazing episode with Kathleen McGee. We are rolling. We got it. It's working. We did it. (laughs) Oh man. Oh my goodness. Gracious goodness. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, everybody. I'm delighted. So excited. Yes. To be here with (laughs) Kathleen McGee. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) You're someone I've had my eye on for a while. Oh my, what does that mean? Well, I started following you like a while ago, actually. Okay. Because I think I just started like stalking every comedian that came through the city. Yeah. And like, I was just like, once I get to the point where I can get comedians on, I'll I'll reach out to them. Yeah. And you were one of them. So I I was following you anyway. And then like Andrew Vaughn was like, she's coming to town and like, you got to get her. (laughs) You got to get. Andrew was like, you guys would get along. Yeah. And and I trust Andrew when he he says that. Some of my best friends I've met through guys telling me that I would get along with them. So (laughs) yeah. I love being that type of person where like people just know. Yeah. They just know they're like. They know who you are, and they know who you jive with. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of person I am, too. So thank you so much. You're welcome. For thank coming. You. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, thanks Andrew Vaughn, for setting up. <laughs> you set up this friendship. Cheers. Thank you. Already, I've already done half of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fast drinker. That's why we brought we brought the mix and the vodka <laughs> here, so that we have it uh, ready to go at our at our uh, access. Exciting. Um, I look like I wear no makeup, and I feel like I do. <gasps> I put a lot on. So that's interesting that you say that. I <laughs> I feel like with the camera, you almost have to like hoe up your makeup yeah. more. Because like I'm pretty hoey just every day anyway with yeah. the camera. <laughs> and then, but I do find, even though this is like a high quality camera yeah. with lights on us. No, I'm like looking. I'm like, I look like I just woke up. And no, I- you look good. <laughs> you look great. I look like I have no eyes. I know, but I do know what you mean though. It's, uh, you almost have to, yeah, you almost have to go like 10 times yeah. more makeup for camera. Like, yeah. And that's why they say like there's different like, 
makeup tutorials and stuff and like there's some makeup tutorials that you look up and they're like this is for film not real life so like up in real life and like out in the natural world yeah. like it's gonna look hoey and cakey and but like it's for camera right it's for stage you gotta say. hoe it up for the camera you gotta hoe it up for the camera <laughs> and that's that's what i do i should i should have warned you i should have just been like kathleen hoe it up if you want you don't have to, but if you want, <laughs> hoe it up. Well, people can just say she looks really good natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's a beautiful day today, though. It was finally nice. Yeah, yeah, it's finally. I always hate it when comics come in and like they're staying for a while and it's just like shit weather. And I'm just like, don't judge her. No, it was okay. Because I, I left Edmonton and it was 34 degrees. It was That's too hot. And yeah. smoky. And this is so much... I love the I love the rain. Yeah. The rain. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually don't mind a rainy day either because it put, takes the pressure off me to like do things. Yeah, and it pours here, which is fun. Oh yeah, it like comes down. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's, exciting. It's good. I like a rainy day too. But when it's when it's been it's been raining for a straight month here, so I'm like, I'm like <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you guys are I'm like. Done. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be all podcasts. I'm going to be looking at this area. I can always crop it. Do guys ever worry about their tummies showing? Never. They never do. No. I'm always like, if I relax for two seconds, this is me relax. And I don't like that. You know what? It's taken me, like, I don't know how many video episodes I've done, but starting out, it was a real problem for me. Like, I was very, and like, I edit them too. So I'm just like, ugh, I got to get used to this fucking face and body. I know. It's it's such a, like, (laughs) I, I don't know how YouTubers do it. No, I don't know either. Like, they do it all, they do it like multiple times a week. I'm just like, how can you, like, just be on all the time like this? I like, don't know. camera ready. I'm not ah, an influencer, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, like we said before, this is a podcast. So for the most part, people are going to be listening. Yeah, not, don't watch Not me. necessarily <laughs> watching, unless like something really funny happens visually and we say, go check out the YouTube video. It's yeah. there if you want to see it. It's just kind of another way, <laughs> another reference for people. Yeah. Um, to watch. But Kathleen. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. You've been... So I saw your set at Yuck Yucks. Uh, I went on the Friday night. Yeah, that was a good one. It was fucking phenomenal. Was fun, fun time. I knew I'd like you. Like, that was the thing about it. I was like, I don't even really need to go see your stand-up. I just knew I would like you. Um, but I was like, I'm going to go anyway. And it was phenomenal. Oh, you're so nice. Thank you. Yeah, you, you did so good. Did you enjoy your Yuck Yucks weekend? Oh, yeah. This weekend was really good. The whole... Every every night was good. Oh, that's good. Saturday was, I think, the best, and it could have been the worst because it was two bachelorette parties and a trunky company. Oh, so gosh. it could have turned into awful. But they were awesome. They were so much fun. And, oh, that's good. Yeah, and they were like everyone, not rowdy. No, they were great. Like sometimes you'll get a rowdy, annoying bachelorette party, but not this one. I don't know why you take a bachelorette party to a comedy club i get bachelorette parties i don't understand bachelor parties that come especially when it's a female comic i'm like you want to watch me talk like (laughs) seems like the last thing you'd want to do for a bachelor party you're about to enter a a legal thing where you have to just listen to a woman for the rest of your life your nightmare yeah their nightmare don't you want to go look at titties like they can't do that here though they have to go to dartmouth isn't that right there is no more strip club in dartmouth there used there used to be a place called ralph's there's nothing why is it illegal or is it just no one wants to open up a strip club i don't know i don't i also don't know why we don't have uber like there's a bunch of cool shit we don't have yeah you have uber eats but you don't have uber it's bullshit it's weird it is really really weird weird, guys and the cab situation is uh not great no like it's there's only like there's some companies like cab companies here that don't even take debit what like they only take cash so, so, like, you're, if you're downtown, like, chances are, like, if you're in the populated areas, you can just hail a cab and you'll be yeah. fine. But, like, if it's not, cas- like, the casino or yellow, chances are it's, like, some independent, yeah. weird cab company that doesn't take debit. I took a cab home last night and it was, like, yeah, he's, like, 
He didn't even turn the meter on, so I'm like, oh, shit, this is not going to be good. And then we get there, and he'll be like, $7. I'm like, well, I only I, I only have $5 cash. And so he's like, do you have change? So I look, and I'm like, I gave him, like, 50 dimes and, like, a $5 bill. <laughs> well, bitch, if you didn't set the meter, and, like, yeah, like, I don't know, it's just, and this, was it an older guy? No, no, oh, no. Gosh. He okay. was, no, no, but he was listening to a podcast in another language, and it sounded a little scary, but I don't know, like, oh. it was just me being a dumb white girl. But <laughs> well, I also find a common thing with cab drivers around here, and like I've every time this happens to me, I I reach out on Facebook, being like, "Does this happen to anybody else?" But it feels like it's a thing with women, yeah. Well, other than rape, which happens too, and sexual really? assault, yeah, From, uh, with cab drivers. Well, I heard that in Newfoundland, I actually knew somebody who had an experience, like a really awful experience, and oh, shit. that's just gross. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. why everyone argues that Uber is good because you can rate your drivers you can comment on your drivers and there's a there's accountability exactly and i think yeah, that's yeah. why a lot of women like to take uber instead of just Cabs. some random cab 100 you never know who you're getting into a cab and that's with. the thing if you get into like a cab that's like i don't know like there's always weird names and you're usually really cabs. drunk yeah and you're yeah. just like take me home but yeah like that happens but also like i've been in so many cabs where i'm like do you take debit is your debit working yeah. And they're like, yes. And then you get there. And it mysteriously doesn't work. Oh, no. And I've taken, like, Instagram <laughs> stories every time it yeah. happens. And it happens, to, like, I take a lot of cabs all the time because I'm just bad at time management. And, yeah. Like, getting everywhere. But, um, like, I'll, I'll always document it and just be like, guess what happened again, guys? And every single male has been like, that's never happened to me. Why do they, oh, I just, like, why is it still so, so stupid for women still? All this, mm. all this shit is so dumb. All this bullshit. We all this bullshit. Freaking body image. And, yeah, and, like, I gotta suck it in this entire podcast. Oh yeah, you can let it, oh, girl, fuck I it. I can't breathe right now, but, <laughs> but someone might think I look thin online, so that that's better than breathing, right? <laughs> I, are you one to, okay, on that subject. We're going to get into so I just know that we're going to get into so much stuff tonight. Um, but on that subject, have you ever worn Spanx? Oh, yeah. Because they're torture chambers. I always say, like, if you're going to put on Spanx, you don't have to do cardio because it's a lot of work putting them on. Like, I'm always out of breath once yeah. I have them on. I and know. then I already sweat a lot. Like, I don't know if you can tell. I'm sweating right now. It's glow. She's glowing. I'm glowing. But I glow a lot. And then <laughs> and then I'm glowing in these Spanx. And, like, the Spanx are... So yeah, they're, uh, they're so hot. It's just yeah, I don't. I, I I get it, but I don't like them. I agree. Like I understand why you'd want to smooth things, especially if you're like wearing a tighter dress. I yeah. hate when like my belly button shows through in a tight dress. I used to hate that, but then mm. I like saw, saw like other girls just owning the fuck out of it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Thank you. I've yeah. seen so many hairy belly buttons sticking out of the bottom uh, of t-shirts. Like why can't I just like my little. <sighs> My it's not little, but my little belly boo or whatever. You know? <laughs> belly boo, I like that belly boo. Like, why do I yeah, have yeah, to yeah. worry so much? I I totally agree, but I think like it it takes a while to get to that point. Oh yeah, I'm like, like almost. I'm like I'm th- I'm 38, and yeah. I'm just finally starting to be like, if you don't like, I don't fucking care. Right? Don't look at me if you don't like looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I do think that that takes that's like something that happens. In it your takes 30s, forever. I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. Because by the time you hit your 30s, you've already dealt with so much bullshit so much that you're just kind of like, I'm fucking. I don't care. 
care. Yeah, I and know. you want to fuck a twenty-one-year-old, anyways? I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> oh, I forgot to type with the bell. Oh, <laughs> I dinged it, and you're like, what, what is, is happening? happening? The ding is like if if you really agree with something. Oh, okay. Or like like yeah, good joke. <laughs> or, or like yes, <laughs> like it gets out of hand sometimes. I thought it was because I swore. <laughs> No, you can swear all you want. This is a very sweary podcast. A very sweary. It will always be. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, don't you worry about that. But yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. It's, there's way more standards on us. Oh, yeah. Than men. And it, it really, it angers me sometimes because I'm just like, I'm trying really hard. I'm trying to look nice. I'm trying yeah. to put effort into my appearance. And even still, I get rejected. And yet, these fucking guys with beer bellies. Oh, I know. If they have a little bit of money, they can have anyone. That's the worst part. Yeah. It, like, a successful woman, if she has money, like, I mean, she still has trouble getting a date. I feel. Because intimi- then they're intimidated. Oh, men hate it when you have more money than them or have a better <sighs> job. It's just a weird... I mean, like, I like uh, my boyfriend and I both, like, have dream, our dream jobs, which means neither of us make money, so there's no... <laughs> right, right. I'm not his sugar mama. He's not my sugar daddy, but... <laughs> I wish yeah yeah but uh yeah yeah so it's just uh, but this whole like even i was talking to another female comic about uh just what do you say to like a male comic that clearly hates women and does all these like underhanded comments all the time towards women like yeah call, i said call him out next time he says that in a group setting just yell out what the fuck are you talking about what right. the fuck is wrong with you and like Make him look stupid. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he might eventually grow to hate women so much that he drives vans through the street to kill Ugh. us. But, but like, there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> Did you hear about this Ari Temple guy? No, I even maybe. hate naming his name. But um, so there was this it's comic like incel thing or something. He's very incel. He's and in, he's from New York. Yeah. So do you know the podcast Guys We Fucked? I've heard of it. I've never yeah. heard it though. Yeah. So it's two female comics in New York. Yeah. And like it's like a really long running, very successful podcast, and like they're pretty like they're pretty famous, like you know, in New York, um, well known. And he posted like a public threat to one of the hosts on Facebook, and then people went back and found all these other threats that was essentially just like threatening female comics in New York City. Yeah. And threatening to potentially shoot them, like do a mass shooting on like Memorial Day. So she had to like call the police. And the police had to like come to her shows yeah. and stuff because this guy was a psycho. And he like sent a lot of friend requests to like almost every male white comic in Halifax. Like, like people like were getting friend requests from him and being like, I don't know this yeah. guy. Why are you adding me? And, oh, because, because yeah. men do that all the time. Yeah, they want to rally. Well, I just posted today, like some, I, for some reason, I, I changed my profile picture on Facebook to a nice face. It's a nice picture. Yeah. I look pretty in it. Yeah. And now I'm getting like friend requests up the wazoo Ugh. because I think it shows up on like people you might know. Right. And so all these people, so I'm adding them. And then there'll be a dude that'll be like, hey, what's up? And then I'm like, oh, you just added me because you thought that I would talk to you or something. Right. And then yeah, yeah. when, when like, I talked to this one guy, I, he messaged me today. He's like, hey, he's like, um, I want to be your friend. And I was like, uh, I think mm. that you're adding me for the wrong reason. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. if, you, if you like my comedy, you can go like my page. But I'm... That's one thing if you, like, meet someone out and then they send, like, you know, like, through mutual friends yeah. and they send you a friend request. But, like, to just, like, out of nowhere, it's very creepy. If you're a man that uses Facebook to pick up, it's, you're gross. You're Sorry. straight up You're straight up gross. gross. I actually do agree. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we! Yes. Less than 15 minutes in and we got one. Oh. Um, no, I agree. And Instagram's the same. 
Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Slide to into your DMs. Stay on Tinder. Yeah. That's where girls are expecting, uh, yeah, expecting and want it. If you're on Tinder, you want male mm. attention. Very true. Or whatever attention of whatever sex you're trying to fuck. But yeah. like, I'm not on Facebook for male attention. You're on Facebook <laughs> to stay connected with people you already know. Uh, yeah, and I'm you on know? Facebook like, to promote shows. Like, if it wasn't for being a comedian, I don't think I'd be on Facebook. I feel like most comedians uh, feel the same yeah. on social media. Like, I mean, like, I, I really like Instagram and I like Twitter because it's like a live joke book. But yeah, yeah. But like, I don't like Facebook. I don't like when I post something and then everyone else is allowed to chirp in their opinion. I kind of am like. And, yeah, I don't like Facebook it. Facebook is the worst. Instagram is not so bad for that, I find. Although, like, the DMs can get out of control. But you can turn off comments. You on can turn off comments. Yeah, Instagram. I gotta do that at some point, yeah. I think. Because I, I do elicit a lot of weird... <laughs> weird comments. Well, and it's always, like, these people that are like, well, if you don't like us, you shouldn't be posting sexy pictures. Ah! You're reading my mind! Like, like, do, you have, do you have, like, some sort of, like, maybe camera told, in my mind right I, now? I, I, well, I, I think it's just like, all women feel this way. Because, like, maybe I'm posting a sexy picture because I took a picture and I was feeling shitty about myself. And then I look at the picture, I'm like, I'm not that bad. I'm going to put this up. But I'm not fuck posting yeah. it because I want you to tell me that you want to fuck me they, or anything They like call that. them thirst traps. That's yeah, what yeah, people yeah. call them. Everybody's thirsty. thirsty. Everybody's thirsty. Can I embrace the thirst? Can I get a hair elastic? I'm like yes! sweating all over the place. Yes. Okay, hold on. I wish I could like turn a fan on or Ooh. something, but oh, it would God. like be too noisy. I know. Good. Crazy oh, there you go. Oh, you got a good top knot. Good top knot. Good top knot. Lazy girl hair. See, I've been trying to perfect the... Li- and you it's did hard. it so good. I've been trying to perfect like the messy bun yeah. for so long and I still can't get it. I always end up looking like halfway. a ballerina. Yeah, you'd probably tighten it up too much. Yeah. It could be you it. just do a, like a half ponytail and then loop it through. Yeah, so true. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you look cute. You're good. Yay. You're good. Uh, but yeah, no, thirst traps are, yeah, I get a lot of, uh, <laughs> do, do you know Dan Hendrickson? Yeah. You're, yeah, he called me out on being thirsty once. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you're single. <laughs> like, mom is thirsty on Instagram. I'm like, if, yes, I am. Yeah, if you're single, yeah, yeah, you. everyone gets thirsty when they're single. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you post if, if there's a picture that you really like yourself and you post it not wanting likes, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, That's if I rare. see somebody that that has, like, a selfie and then they put it up and, like, not every other picture is a selfie, I'm like, mm. no, this person finally felt good about themselves. Exactly. It's not overdoing it. Yeah. But you if gotta, every picture is yeah. a selfie, then you need to chill. You need to chill. <laughs> you need <laughs> to chill. Yeah, yeah. Put some plant pictures or a dog in there somewhere. See, that's why I like having this video footage because, like, mm-hmm. I can post pictures of, like, me in the moment with a guest. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sweet, I have candidates now. Because, uh-huh. like, uh, normally in my friend group, I'm the photographer. Okay. I've always been. Yeah. So, like, throughout the years, like, I'm the one taking pictures of my friends, and there's, like, no candids or, like, natural shots of me. Yeah. So I had to resort to selfies to, like, to be like, hey, this is what I look like. Yeah. I exist. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I took on the role of photographer. Yeah. And I mean, like, uh, selfie culture came probably from online dating more than anything else, because it's just, like, you're basically a piece of something that you're trying to sell to other people, and then... So I don't know. True. So true. That's a very weird world that we live in. Oh, is it ever fucking weird? Yeah, all this social media stuff is weird. It's 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 very bizarre. I have such a love hate relationship. Oh, I think most people do. Media. Most yeah. people like love it and hate it. Yeah, but yeah, it's it is. It's a frustrating thing. Like I, I like that Instagram has decided to stop counting likes, or they have off and yeah, on. I don't know if they're yeah, still doing I, it. I never. It hasn't rolled into mine yet. Like, I still see the, the total. But on yours, no, though, but on other people's. Because oh. that's where they did it. And, like, you can't see how many people liked it. And, like, that's great. 
Because then everybody, who cares? Oh, that's strange. Yeah, I can still see. Well, maybe it's not. I can still see the, the number of likes. So maybe they've done it. I think they were trying it out for a while to see what people said. But all these like influencers freaked out. And they're like, how am I yeah. going to get my free moisturizer from a moisturizer company? <laughs> I can't show them that I get a million likes on my photo. Oh, my gosh. I like a little, little piece of inside juice gossip on this episode um i met an influencer or i went to a, a like a, a session where an influencer was speaking and i was like when I, this was in the early day of the podcast yeah. and i was like oh i should get her on and talk about vlogging and social media and all that and then like i like kind of dove deep into her instagram and i was like oh like every single post is an ad oh yeah like she'll go on like a sponsored and i'm not naming fucking names because i ain't gonna get in trouble with the halifax influencer community oh she's but, a halifax influencer. oh yeah she's local Ooh, but local, like she'll go on like influencer. sponsored trips with her like boyfriends like these like kind of like local resorts and like they're all like very very like insta you know instagram pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like who's fucking taking them did you bring a photographer with you to take pictures of your boyfriend by a fireplace like that's what i and it just seems very it i like upon second thought i was like this is so not genuine no yeah and i'm not into it and like as much as I people think people think I'm like a social media guru really I just <laughs> post whatever I want but I yeah. could never do that I could yeah. never I don't think a I curated, could ever do that no. cur- like when you go to someone's Instagram and it's like all the same tone I'm yes! just like how much <laughs> fucking time do you have on your hand and it's always white white background yeah I only take pictures in your pastel colors like I'm like <laughs> I don't understand it's crazy it's so silly it's really and it's a lot of work yeah. it's exhausting yeah it truly, truly is. And then you just got people that are only following you because they, they want your life, but they don't even know what your life is really like. Yeah. And, and well, that's interesting that you bring that up because I, um, I tend to post more, like, in my stories. I'll get a little bit real in my stories. And people, it's very polarizing. Like, people either love it because yeah. they're like, oh, fuck yeah, I relate to that. Thank you. Like... Like, you know, because I'm very self-deprecating. Yeah. So, like, I will just post, like, look at what piece of garbage I am today. Like, like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And But people either love it or hate it. Yeah. So, it's an interesting... It's interesting. Yeah, it is weird. It's very, very bizarre. It's very weird. I just noticed you have, like, a cat stripper pole in here. I do have a cat stripper pole. <laughs> it's it, really cute. It doubles as a cat tree, but at nighttime, I take off the tears <laughs> I just I spin picture, around on it. I'm just picturing your cat just, like, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I use it so she can climb. It's actually, my parents used to foster, like, SBCA kittens. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they gave me that. Oh, that's awesome. And so she will climb it and go up on the shelf. Cute. Because apparently, with cat psychology, like, they need to be high up They feel safer up there, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise they'll, like, get really, like, anxious and stuff. But my cat's just anxious all the time. Oh, no, poor little anxious baby. I don't know if it's working so much. (laughs) But on the subject of strippers, we both have a fondness for... I just think it's an interesting career, and they have a very the, the the career of a stripper is very parallel to the career of a stand up comedian. Oh my god! Because yes. they do tour like around just like us to small towns and like yeah. yeah, but they make way more money than us, and that's not even much. But man, like if if like can you imagine if you were both? Oh god, I know. Like one night you'll you do like a bunch of open mics, yeah, and then another night you you do like a strip. Oh, if you were a stripping comedian, you know how many male comics would be like, can't take this slut seriously. <laughs> like it would be, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It would be awful because you're probably already having hard enough time. Oh god! So add stripper to it. it yeah, anytime a girl is like a, a, an ex Playboy bunny, like there's a ex Playboy bunny Felicia Michaels. She lives in L. A. She's uh-huh. older. 
she's been around for years and years and years and she <laughs> like it's amazing but i'm sure she's had to deal with people being like oh you're just a fucking they're just they just want you here because you showed your tits in the magazine once but i don't know it's just like a very weird like it's a very it's still a boys club it's still a very yeah, big boys club there's more girls in it but there's it's a big boys club unfortunately so what do you like getting like a slightly serious here what do you think is holding back women from doing stand-up i don't think women are being held back oh i I feel like there's more women than ever i just feel like it's um it's still a little daunting coming into it it's never like it's better it uh, it is a lot better when women these when new female comics complain that they don't feel safe or they don't i'm like are you fucking kidding me you didn't have to ride in a car for six hours with some strange comedian who has a terrible reputation right right like you didn't have to do that kind of stuff women before me had to do even worse and it's just like yeah you have it pretty good now that's true you do in comparison yeah in comparison it's it's changed a lot but i mean there's still you have to still be careful yeah in anything it's so it's so crazy that like like when I was when I came here, I walked a little bit and I had my headphones on, and I'm not a small, petite little flower at all. Like I can, like I'm not worried, but like having my headphones on, I always put the volume on low because like if someone comes up behind you, I'm like, guys, never have to think about that. Never. I don't think. I don't never. think. I don't. I truly don't think so either. Yeah. 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 Even like in my local area, like you, you were just at the Walmart there. Yeah. Um. There's actually a shortcut from the Walmart parking lot to this. Oh. complex through like a kind of a fence and it, like you and cross tunnel, the tracks it's yeah. a little bit sketchy but like yeah. it's only sketchy for like a little bit but even if it's late at night and like you know and i know like i've never had a bad experience yeah. but if i see one lone guy walking at all in yeah like, I li- we in listen to enough murder podcasts right I, and then you do the, the holding the key thing well there was a, just a thread on twitter a couple of days ago like what do you carry when you're running as a woman and mm. there were women that had like these fucking psychopath things you put through your hands not just keys but like and there was this one person that posted our 10 year old daughter walks home from school and they bought her this like it looks like a cartoon but it's like a little kitty and your fingers go through the eye holes and then the ears are these pokey things i'm like 10 year old little girls have to carry this around because they have to worry about getting kidnapped or it's just it's insane but it's like it shouldn't be happening Mm. this shouldn't be happening anymore but it is it's still happening it's still very it's scary. It yeah. is scary. It, 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 and like, I've never been, <laughs> like, funny, try to like kind of make a joke out of this situation where it's like, I feel like my male friends don't really care when I'm like walking home alone because every time I like leave a party or something, they're like, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, there's like, you know, with some girls, they're like, oh, I'll walk you home. Yeah. Or like, text me when you get back. I'm like, yeah. my male friends don't do that. And I, I just, I find it kind of amusing. I have a male but, friend that always asks for a safety text just so, like, text like me that. when you get home so I, I know you made it. I do female friends too. Like, yeah. even if they're just cabbing. Yeah. I'm like, just... Because, you know, it's late at fucking night. You never fucking know what can yeah. happen. Especially cab drivers. They're a little bit sketchy. Um, and, you know, like, our transit only runs until fucking 1230. That's here. it? Oh. That's, it that's, something, that's something I want to see more cities doing is starting 24-hour transit. Oh, 100%. I would much rather take a bus home mm. than a cab. Yeah. Because it is, like, it is weird. I'm, you're drunk and you're just getting into a car with a strange person. Yeah. That you have no idea if... 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, no, and there's no accountability. I mean, if you're going to be a serial killer, that's the easiest. Become a cab driver. <laughs> like, that's the easiest way to capture a woman, right? Seriously. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's scary. But, like, but I think that more cities need to do 24-hour transit. And not just for the safety of women, for drinking and driving. For yes. all this other stuff. I'm like, if you don't want people to drink and drive, make your transit 24 hours. Like, mm-hmm. have some sort of solution for people that is not a $40 cab ride. Yeah. Because a lot of people will just, like drive home because they don't want to spend 40 bucks in a cab hundo and so many people here live outside the city mm-hmm. and like will go into the like city to like drink and shit yeah and obviously you're you're gonna want to stay out past 12 30 like yeah yeah you're not gonna be at the bar oh no the last bus i gotta go guys when i was in my 20s we didn't get to the bar until midnight yeah like, yeah we used to start pre-drinking at 10 I know. I, I'm, I'm not going out until 12. That's how old I am. I'm always at the bar at like 9 o'clock now. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Let's get blackout before the kids get here. And get out of here. Right? <laughs> I want to know all about... So you you have a boyfriend. Yep. Uh, and you've been with the boyfriend... It'll be three years in August. Okay. Tell me all about single Kathleen. Before um. <laughs> the boyfriend. Because I'm a single gal at 32 for seven years. There's yeah. no hope for me. No, there is um, hope. Like, I... <laughs> There is hope. You will meet somebody. Trust me. But um, single Kathleen is a very good time. I'm not yes! going to lie. I can, I, you would be, I can tell. I like to have a good time. I'm like, uh, I'm very horny when I'm single. <laughs> I don't, my poor boyfriend, like, he's like, oh, really? Maybe I should dump you. And maybe. <laughs> my poor boyfriend. But it's like, yeah, you are because you're just trying to, you're still trying to put out this, I'm the coolest chick vibe before they know everything about you and you're just kind of like see this is what i this i trapped you haha you're here right but uh Mm. no i like to i mean i still like to have fun yeah 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 but you can't play with penises anymore exactly were you someone who did you date a lot like did you have a lot of like relationships or were you like casual or were you everything i'm like usually like i'll have like a long-term thing and then i'll be single for like two or three years got yeah yeah yeah, i'm not like i'm I'm not a serial monogamist yeah, like I'm a jumper. At all. Like, no, like you know, break up and you just go right to the next. Yeah, no, no. Not people can do that. Sometimes, like, not on my own volition. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I just can't get someone for a couple of years. Oh, God. But, That's what I love about being single. And people are like, oh, so is it by choice? And I'm like, no, motherfucker. It's not by yeah, choice. I don't think anyone's ever single. Well, there is. If she ever comes through, you got to get Christina Walkinshaw on here because she okay. is she is an advocate of, of being single. She yeah. loves being single. I think she's been single now for at least five plus years, like like really single. She yeah. dated a guy for a little while, but like she loves being single. I need to talk to her because yeah. I, I feel like I loved it for a short time. Yeah. And like now I really hate it. Oh, that always happens. <laughs> that always happens. It's like you'll, you get single again. So you're sad because you, you got, you broke up for a while. So then you're, you're sad fucking people. And then you're single and it's summer. Yeah, and you're just like, woo! It's gonna be a party, and it's yeah. really fun. And then winter comes, and you're like, I don't have anyone to cuddle. Uh, my life is awful. Cuffing season. Cuffing season. Yeah, that's what they call like winter time. Because you put a cuff get, like warm oh, <laughs> and like cuddle up next to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like mm, every month is cuffing season for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so sad. Exactly. You yeah, know, the best year I would say like the best summer was my first summer after being single. Like, yeah. Like, the, within the first year of singledom was my best year. Yeah. so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, just seven years care. later, not so yeah, much. Yeah, when you're just out of a relationship, you are very carefree. You don't care about, like, relationships. You're not looking for one. You're looking to have fun. Yeah. I remember, like, 
towards the end of me being single. It was just like I had a few guys that I had met that uh, were too recently divorced. And I'm like, and I said to them, I'm like, we probably shouldn't even go out because I'm not looking for someone who was having fun. Like I'm, I'm looking for a relationship now. Like I've been single right. for almost three years. I'm just, I'm looking for somebody now. And then both guys that happened, they were both like, no, I really like you and blah, blah, blah. And then we hook up and then I never hear from them again. And it's like, I just, I don't care if like you fucked me over and I said like I'm not looking for something but you literally I told you exactly yeah. what I wanted and you lied to me. That's different. And that made me feel even worse. Like that's fucked. It's it's even worse. It, like it don't fucking lie to us. <laughs> yeah. And women don't lie to men. Yeah. Be- because the more I think that's why my relationship with my boyfriend is so good. We just don't we're very honest with each other. We're very mm-hmm. communication. But we do yeah. we communicate pretty like really well and that's amazing but it's yeah it's just so what do you think of the because what i get all the time is well sarah like you want a relationship so much that like it's coming off in a certain way yeah you seem desperate for a relationship is that what you mean you have to just not want like you know that i know like like it'll come around like it's funny um do you know the comedian rachel feinstein yeah 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 like she told the story about how she met her like hot fireman husband being like yeah i went out to a bar i want to meet someone and the guys at the bar weren't doing it for me, so my friend introduced me to this firefighter, and it was my husband. I'm like, thank you, yeah, because it's okay, it's okay to go out. You gotta, it's okay I feel, to want it. You, need, you know, I feel like uh, these days, it's if you're on Tinder, you're not gonna find somebody yeah. on Tinder. If I actually met my boyfriend on, I didn't remember meeting him, but he's like, oh yeah, I met you in February. We started dating in August. And he's like, yeah, we we connected on Tinder. One night, like it was like three in the morning, and I was messaging you. Oh my gosh! Really? And you and I literally, <laughs> literally said, uh, "Are you fucking high?" And he was like, "I never talked to you again because I was like, I just, I, I'm, I'm acting like an idiot." So you matched on Tinder before you even like, yeah. Di- and I didn't remember him, but then he showed me the picture that he had. I'm like, oh, I, I totally remember matching you. And then, but then I met him at a comedy show. Like he's in the front row of a comedy show. That's how oh. I met him. It's yeah. a comedy show. Yeah. So did he approach you after the show? Yes, he did. He came up to me like a real fucking man with some testicles in his pants and came to my face, yes, not good. my phone screen, and told me he wanted to make dinner for me because he's a chef. <gasps> he didn't make me dinner for like 15 days until <laughs> I started like, it took him forever. Like we just went out. That's nice. But yeah, no, it, it was so nice. Like Aww. after the couple, after the string of dudes that I had had before him, it was just like, so nice to meet somebody who was very genuine and who yeah. like actually cared about my feelings and stuff like that. And I didn't meet him on a dating app. And wow. And I think if we'd met in February, it never would have happened. Right, right, right. Because he was going through some shit that he hadn't resolved yet. Timing is an interesting thing. It is a very interesting thing. And it's interesting how like things like that happen and then they kind of yeah. work themselves out. Well, that's why enough. everybody says, oh, they'll just come along because they literally mm. just come along. Yeah, psychics have been telling me that for years, but I have yet to see. <laughs> yeah. I've been to psychics too, and I believe that kind of shit too. But yeah. They're just like, this year. This year, I think he's a Taurus. This year. I'm like, like where yeah <laughs> it is but and it is true like i like i met adam after like because i had a the the things happen in like july or something or june i was just looking at my old histories and it was like i at this time three years ago i was like fuck single i fuck relation i was just fuck everything <laughs> because i just had been fucked over twice in a row for the exact same reason right and um <laughs> so yeah so 
But then I was not in a place to meet anybody. I was like not on Tinder. I was like, I'm not meeting. I'm just going to fucking relax, slow my roll on looking for a relationship. And then, and then we met. So it is this weird. It's, I didn't want that to be true because I fucking hate when people say that to you when you're single. He'll come along. I know. And I, and, and it's just like, I, I do fill my time with a lot of things. Like yeah. I have a lot of hobbies and and I might be starting a business and like so I do have other things, but I, the intent is still there. Unfortunately, I just yeah. wish it wasn't there so much. Yeah, like I'm on like the wait list for therapy because I just want to be, I just want to be totally happy. That's such bullshit. It, you know? that, like there's a wait list for fucking therapy four months. Ugh. Here in Halifax, it's like a huge crisis. Like there's not there's not enough. Uh, like literal doctors yeah. here or psych- psychologists. Yeah. Like it's insane. And like for me specifically, like I kind of think I'm kind of a love addict, kind of. Oh, like, yeah. A little bit. So I, I kind of wanted to. <laughs> oh, yay! No, because I like had a really bad. <laughs> I love how we just gave. Yeah, yeah. It's true, though. Like I had a very, very bad uh, February one year mm. and nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Bad month. Month. But yeah. it's a very like that. And it's known as like one of the most depressive months. And living in Vancouver it is very depressing. It is very gray all the time. Like, you don't mm. understand how much you miss sunlight when, oh, until you live in Vancouver. And I was just in a very bad place. And it was, I was, like, <laughs> not good. Yeah. And my friend, like, called people for me because I was just, like, I don't want to do anything. And and then, so that was in February. And then in October, I get a phone call. Be like, we have a therapy session for you. And I was like, this happened in February. Like, I'm not okay now. But, like, honestly, like, you know, like, how am I supposed to get help when I need it? Right, you can't, and because they just have stopped. Unless you're suicidal, like unless you're like literally, unless you like go to a hospital. Yeah, exactly. To like jump above a bridge. Isn't that awful that you have to like almost kill yourself to get a little bit of help? Because reaching out for help is hard enough. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like I I reached out because I was just like multiple situations with guys that were just like taking over my life and I was like I'm actually sick of feeling this way Um, I can't help that I'm feeling this way I think it's a chemical thing and I think that there's things I just need to figure out I'd like to get help please please talk to me professional and then it's like Oh, like four to six months. Yeah. So I might get it like before the end of the year. Yeah. No, that's crazy. (laughs) And then when I finally went to my session, it was just like, I just talked to this woman for two hours and there was like a male, (laughs) a poor male student that was like listening to my crazy. He's just sitting there like this girl's fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to help this bitch. But it was funny because I went through all my stuff and uh, and I all the times I had bad times and then the therapist at the end of the session she goes well what I've noticed from all of your when your low points are your lowest it has to do with a male yeah. and I'm like yeah, yeah it does like it's it does mm-hmm. I'm a very yeah like I just same I think a lot of women are and I think a lot of women that stay single for a really long time are that way yeah. I started reading this book that changed everything for me, which is, well, actually, I say reading a book. I listen to the audiobook. <laughs> I think it's the same thing. You read it. Your, I, your ears read it. It's fine. People who know me well know I'm just like, I'm very, I'm undiagnosed ADD, so I'm yeah. not a good reader, but like, I love podcasts, like yeah. listening. So like, I, it's this book called Women Who Love Too Much. And it's okay. a cheesy title, but it's just essentially about like women who like give, like just give way too much to men that like don't deserve reciprocate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just me to a T. Like yeah. every, and I haven't, don't have a lot of relationship experience but like i get into these like micro situations that are very controlling and weird and yeah yeah so i started reading that that was my form of therapy have you ever been gaslit before oh bitch have i ever (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's the weirdest thing like it was happening to a friend uh, it's happened to me and it was happening to a friend of mine and i was like listen 
she's like, you're so strong and you're this, this. I'm like, no, bitch, I got gaslit. It's easy to get gaslit. A guy sees that you really like him and then he just fucks with you. Yeah. Fucks with you. And and whether he realizes he's doing it or I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they don't even know what they're doing. Oh, God. And that's but, the thing, like, because sometimes, and the, like, that's the thing about like charisma. If a guy's very charismatic, yeah, you're like, are you genuine or are you a sociopath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because literally, that's a symptom of a sociopath. Like, they're very yeah. charming and can convince you of things. Yeah, and it's fucked. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really oh, weird. God, gaslighting yeah. is. The and worst. and the funny thing is, when I first met him, I'm like, oh, we could just be hookup friends. Like, I'm not interested in a relationship. I just want to mm. have fun with you. And then he kept on talking about serious stuff and i'm like ah no 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 no. Oh, i'm not gosh. into that and then he's like no i really want to make this something and so then as soon as i started to feel things that's when it all fell apart and i'm like this is so fucking dumb but i have an amazing boyfriend now who treats me with so much love and so much respect that's amazing and it's honestly i don't think i've ever dated anybody that makes me He's the best person I've ever met. He's and he's so good with my family and my mom. <laughs> oh, mothers are tough. Yeah, mothers are tough, and he is like, <laughs> I, I don't know how he does it. I, sometimes I don't want to help, <laughs> and then he goes and helps, and it's just yeah. He's a. If you wait, that's the other thing too. Is if you wait long enough, the right person will come. If you just like get into a relationship to be in a relationship, it's not gonna. Work. Yeah. No, I actually, I do agree with that because there's definitely like situations that have come up in my life that I'm like, I could have probably dated that person, but like, I just, I have, ooh, like, who's standards? Fuck me. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but then people are like, oh, your standards are too high. And I'm like, well, see, here's the thing. Like, I understand there's that whole, ooh, women can fuck whenever they want. But I'm like, we have to start changing the way we say that because I'm like, women can fuck whoever they want, but like, it's sometimes hard to fuck attractive guys yeah and that's guys not true either there's lots of guys like, that i wanted to fuck and they were like no <laughs> right, thank you. <laughs> Fucking thank it's not you. i mean i think yes. it's i think it's easier for us to just go out and go to a bar and meet somebody mm-hmm. and it's a drunken thing but like uh yeah you can't it, that whole thing of like women can fuck whoever they want that's totally that's not tr- and it i puts mean this no. weird thing in our minds that like we're supposed to be getting laid or like we're supposed to be like having men like yeah. come to us and so when it doesn't happen we're like are we good enough what's wrong with us why you know what i mean and like it's this I, fucked up psych- psychology thing well the, we, this happened to me once or um you need i was drink. on the i do need another drink um <laughs> i was on the road yeah and we were i was with another female comic and this guy came up to me after a show, I am a heavy pour. Okay, that's go. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, Blue Lobster vodka. Thank you, Blue Lobster vodka. <laughs> it's a good time. Um, so, but I um, okay. So we were. I was on the road, and um, I was with this other female comic, and woo! <laughs> All Jesus good. Christ! And um, we did this show, and this very handsome, and I have a thing for beards. Ooh, me too. Yeah. I didn't used to. I always I, have. I do now. Yeah. All, I was, it wasn't a trend for me. It was like a real. I'm gonna like. Oh yes, get it. Get the mix. I'm gonna make me one too. Okay. And uh, so I met. It was after a show, and he, he was very handsome. And then he tells me that he's a lumberjack, and I'm like, not a real one. He goes, a real one. He showed me what? pictures. That of exists. Him, yeah, of him climbing trees, and he he was a very oh, handsome, yeah. handsome man. And uh, anyway, my friend. It was my friend Jane. She's another comic. And she was like, you have to fuck him. He wants to fuck you. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Look at him. He's hand- he's, <laughs> he's too hot for me. He's way too hot for me. And she's like, no, you have to. He is so into you. He like, you can't see it, but I can see it. He is so into you. 
And um, I was like, she basically said, I won't be your friend if you don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was pretty. That's she was adamant about it. But um, but the weird thing is that I did hook up with him, but I felt uncomfortable the entire time. Oh, really? Because I'm like, I'm this guy's too hot for me. Like, oh, I really? don't want him to see me naked. I don't want. <sighs> and like, I just couldn't be my. I couldn't have fun. I just felt like really. Too, like you were too um, on guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was just like, no, I'm just going to. Fake an orgasm and then I'm gonna suck his oh. dick and that's it. Because I felt like I'm just like I don't. I this guy's just doing this on a dare in his mind or something. It's a horrible way to feel, but it it's true. It's how I felt. So like I don't know how like hot people feel when they fuck people below them, but I don't. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Like he's and he was extremely nice. This was all in my head. He was a very nice person and like. Right. He, yeah, like it wasn't. It, he did not make me. He did not make me once feel bad or anything. But it was just in my head. Like I'm just like. I get, and when you're in your head, because like that, like most of like the female orgasm is mental. I think. Yeah. So like, if you're in your head like that, like you're probably not gonna come anyway. Like because you're just like, oh, I'm so worried. Well, like, like how I look and like the angles and stuff. Like yeah. I'm a girl who loves to be on top. Like in terms of how it feels, I yeah, love yeah, being yeah, top, yeah. but I fucking hate the mental. Like picture of like what is he seeing? Should I, should I do this? Like I'm just like double chin. Oh, this must be the worst angle, kind of thing. Yeah. But for me, when I've been guys who I'm like, you're clearly hotter than me. I uh, oh what I lost the thought. I I always feel like they're obli- they feel obligated to fuck me. Yeah, that's I get that feeling too. And I'm like, I don't want you to feel that way. No, like, I don't. Like, only if you really want to do this. And then I'm just like, no, they're, they're doing it because they want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I feel like I feel like most grown men would just find a way to get out of it if, well, if not, you know. Yeah, and sometimes I've, I've, always, I've felt this way, like, when I'm single and, like, doing shows and, like, a really attractive man talks to me. I'm like, mm. oh, you really, you're attracted to my humor. You're not really attracted to me, but, like, my humor made me hot to you. Ooh, I'm, I, I was going to ask you about that. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, it does it. Well, not anymore, but... <laughs> female comics because younger i've heard like because i listen to a lot of podcasts with comedians and the consensus that i got listening to these female comedians on podcasts is like that they don't get hit on as much as male comics do we after don't shows. oh okay. i would i'll they sit don't. at a bar after a show and one of like a dude that's like eh, he's a six yeah and he'll have all these girls coming up and talking to him especially in small towns because these girls think he's famous and think he's the ticket out i'm not even kidding you i've seen it and like i've heard other male comics tell guys like always wear a condom do not get a small town girl pregnant you know what i mean this is what oh, they teach no. them. Don't but, be in Alabama. <laughs> but it is like it's it, yeah, it's very rare for someone to talk to a female comic after a show. And I think that's one of the things that attracted to me to my boyfriend so much is that he came up to me after the show and was just like very yeah. confident and that's like awesome. very, you know. Like you want someone who likes you for the full package. Yeah. You know, like everything. Oh, like, I remember walking into the club and seeing him sitting there and being like, he'd be cute if he had a beard. <laughs> And now I make him grow beards every so once in a while. What was your first date? Uh, we went to the score on Davy in Vancouver. It's a very fun bar. And then we just walked down to the beach and we were going to get booze, but the liquor store was closed. So we just kind of like. That's a fun first date, though. Yeah, it was I fun. like any date that involves a walk. Like, yeah. At, like, I think drinks, great first date. Yeah. Coffee, no. I'm not a fan yeah. of coffee. But walks on the beaches are like it's that's your thing. Well, they're nice. Yeah, <laughs> who can be like? Oh, I went on a walk on the beach. One time I went on a date. Was living in L.A. I went. We went to the Santa Monica Pier, and ooh, we went walking along the beach, and we saw two homeless people fucking. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's romance. They had to be homeless. There's no way that they were just like beach bums. They were like homeless people fucking on the beach. You lived in LA? That's crazy. For a little bit, yeah. Oh, nuts. Did yeah, you like yeah. that? I loved it, but they didn't let me back in because <laughs> I didn't have a visa. Oh, no. Yeah, I did love it. It was really good. But um, I think that that ship has sailed. It's very yeah. hard to like go down there and like that This that would be the third time that I would go if I go again. So I just want to tour all the time. I just want to yeah. Does your man ever come with you on tour? Sometimes, but he like he's a chef, so he works every weekend. Right, like, he's not, and he he's a workaholic. He yeah, yeah. he will not ask a for lot time. Chefs off. are yeah, like a are. lot of chefs work crazy hours. Well, you have to kind of it's this. I think it works well because he's not. I won't date a comedian because it's just. I've had bad experiences dating. This came comedians. up in my last episode with two female comedians. Too. Yeah, I just like yeah. it's worked for some of them, but like most instances, it's hard. It's hard if you're funnier than him, and then he gets all bitter and sad. Yeah. Um, but it's just not. A, it, I, it never worked for me, and I was never interested in having that kind of a dynamic. But right. chefs, oh my god, chefs are comedians, but they're worse. They're <laughs> worse. They're like fucking degenerate. Well, the things that uh, kitchen culture, I oh, can yeah. imagine the conversations yeah. that take place. In there yeah. Are and like insane. this, it's like, you know, it, it's the same hours that we work basically right. like I'm on the weekends, evenings, these weekend evenings. And so we do work the same hours, which is nice. And um, but yeah, they're degenerates. Like I, I yeah. went out drinking with him and his chef friends the first time. And I uh, I think I can drink. Yeah. If you've drank with me, I was warned. Actually, I was like, people were like, Kathleen can throw down. I will finish this two sex. (laughs) (laughs) I just call that two sex. Um, Yeah, I can drink. I can drink. But then I went out drinking with his chef friends, and I cannot drink compared. Oh, that chef! Jesus Christ! Bartenders, they're fucking insane. Robbie Vino, who's coming on the show tomorrow night. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, Robbie Vino. Um, Yeah, it's Robbie always gets me blackout drunk when I come. God, he's just yeah. I'm nervous for that. That's gonna be a drunk one too. It's good or done. Um, but like service industry people, I because I think it's like part of the culture to like you work late and then you hang out and you yeah. drink afterwards. Yeah. Like, and that's like, just what it is. And you drink all night long and then you got to wake up and go to work at two and yeah, do it all it, over again. Yeah. That's it's, insane. Uh, it's a very, it's a very good match. Comedians and chefs. I think it, I think it, it's a smart and then they cook for you. It's really nice. And right now you're living in Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. And is, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Edmonton comedy scene. Is there a lot of mics all at once? Like, do you have nights where you like go out and you're like doing multiple shows in a night? Or? Um, it, it, it's very good scene. There's a yeah. lot of shows. There's not too many multiples. I usually like, you could do a club and then do an, uh, like a, I know, like a weekly mic too. Right. Like the other night I was, the other weekend I was at the comic strip and I had a show at the comic strip, a show at this place called spotlight and then a show back at the comic strip so i did three shows in one night and i got paid for all three nice which oh, is really awesome. good because that pitching. doesn't happen in a lot of cities no. and edmonton is really good for paying like we just finally started asking for budgets when we do open mics oh, okay so now like you i mean almost all, every one of them you get if you're headlining you get 100 bucks oh, which is amazing. really good because some like you go to toronto you'll either get nothing or like 20 or drink ticket or right so yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a good place to be a headliner. Yeah. But it's also a great place to start. Like, I started in Edmonton, and I think you're smarter to start in a small... Like, if you start in Halifax, you start in Edmonton, you start in Winnipeg, or instead of starting in Toronto or Vancouver, because, well, first of all, if you're out in Alberta, you're going to go on the road fast. <laughs> right. Even if you're not ready for it, you're, you're still going to go because they need you. And when you're on the road, you, ha- you to open, you need a half an hour. Yeah. So, like, if even if you're not... 
Like the first time I went on the road was uh, for this guy named Bob Angeli. He owns the Comedy Factory, and he's a character. And he told me he he said, "How much time do you have?" I said, "Like maybe ten minutes." I was about eight months in. I was like, maybe 10 minutes. And he goes, okay, you're going to do a half an hour in Grand Prairie. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't. He goes, you can do it. You'll be fine. He's like, you'll get 50 bucks, half an hour in Grand Prairie. <laughs> and I, it was awful. Oh my God. It was painful. Oh, but no. if did you draw, like, did, did you do a half, did you do a solid I, half hour? I don't know what, it wasn't solid. <laughs> I definitely talked for a half an hour, but I wouldn't say I made people laugh for a half an hour. But oh it's, gosh. but scary. you get these opportunities there. You don't get these opportunities in Vancouver or Toronto as much. Right. And you'd probably get eaten alive too. If in, you were like, like in Toronto. Yeah. It's example. just very competitive. Like yeah. you've got to, you know, and it's, it's clicky, even though they like to say they're not clicky, but it can be kind of clicky and it's hard to, it's hard to get into any comedy scene. I think anywhere because comics are notoriously, they don't trust people just because of the way we are. We're not trust. We don't we trust issues. But, like, so many comics will come and say, oh, yeah, I want to do this. And then they'll disappear five months later because they're like, oh, I didn't realize how shitty it is. Right. So, yeah. you know, it takes a while for comics to be like, no, this person is wants to stay. And then for them to see potential in you. Like, sometimes right. if we see no potential in you. It's yeah. Kind of like, well, you got to grind, right? So yeah. Like some, you, you might not like someone set when you first see them. But, yeah. like, if you see, the, see that they're, like doing a lot of mics yeah. and like changing and evolving and like yeah. adding new jokes here and there like and new comics my best advice for new comics oh yes what's your advice is to hang out to go yeah to go to shows like if you're in halifax yeah you're not doing shows on the weekend anyway go to yuck yucks it's mm-hmm. daniel is awesome he will let comics in if the, if it's not sold out or there's even room when it's sold out there I think. yeah so yeah like Go and watch. That's how I got to know all the headliners that came through Edmonton because I'd go, I'd watch, I'd drive them around, I'd kiss their asses. Like that's, I'm not saying like go and kiss ass, but like go and immerse yourself to them in and immerse yeah. yourself in comedy. Yeah. Because then when I went to Toronto, people were like, Kathleen, I remember you from Edmonton. So right, and I personally sometimes get to bring people who I want on the road. So if I know somebody, you're around me all the time, I'll be like, oh, I want to go with this person, and you'll get a gig. And it's like it's like networking. It's yeah, like but if you're just networking. gonna like come and do a spot and take off and not hang out and watch a headliner or meet the headliner or anything, so then true. they're never gonna know you. Very true. And I don't, I, I like, I don't forget comics who do guest spots and take off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without a good excuse. Yeah, I mean, I know there's comics that have other shows afterwards, but if it's just like, well, I'm gonna, I have a set at this show that's just comics in the crowd, so I'm gonna take off right after. Like, okay. You need to watch some comedy. It's and so especially important. if it's like a good headliner, or like yeah, like, or if especially if it's a lineup. bad headliner. Yeah, go watch the bad headliner so you learn what not to do. Exactly. I'm not kidding you. Ooh. That was advice that I got when I started. Like, watch all the headliners mm-hmm. and then figure out. It it helps you figure out the kind of style that you like. Like maybe you'll watch uh, like someone like David Schroeder and be like, I really want to be a storytelling comic, so he's someone that I can talk to if I have questions or. Right. I really want to do this kind of comedy, and that—that's that person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't copy them. Don't no. don't become like a mini other comedian. Find your own voice, but find your own. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it's I, I think it's just so important, and it doesn't happen as much anymore. Where comics will come and hang out and stick around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so fucking true. Yeah, and then it's so funny because there's comics in in the scenes like that uh, that will do that, and then they'll start. Getting all these gigs, and then all the other comics will be like, oh, "Why are you getting all those fucking gigs?" And if it's a guy going with a female comic, <laughs> oh, for gosh. sure, 
you're fucking that comic, which is complete bullshit and pisses me uh, off more than anything. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like when I find out people say that I'm fucking a comic because I'm taking them on the road, I they they go into my I hate you pile oh, because God. that's such bullshit. So do you get that? Like, do you get that from other comics? Well, I get it. Like, if I bring someone on the road with me, yeah. and then they then a couple like uh like if I go on the road with this one person in out Alberta, I have a good time with him. He's fun. He drives. Mm. There's nothing between us. And then people are like, "Oh, you guys fucking?" And I'm like, "No, I, he just is grinding, and I want to give him some reward for going out every night and and doing what comics are supposed to do." It's yeah. very frustrating because oh whenever a guy comic helps a female comic out, they're never like trying to fuck them. They're just you know of course not and they yeah. usually are trying to fuck them. i was just thinking of like like let's flip it around here let's flip this bitch a well, bit that's the thing that's the thing that i that i hate about it i'm like if things were reversed it wouldn't be as intense but it's yeah so much more on women you just have to learn just like with online ignore the comments you just have to if you listen to what people say and care about what people think about you it'll eat you up and you'll become angry and bitter yeah like i was angry and bitter for a couple of years and now i'm just like I just want to have fun again. I don't want to, I don't give a fuck if someone doesn't like me. It, that's their problem. And that's like, like when I was watching your set, I was like, that's one thing about you that really stuck out to me is that you were truly like so comfortable up there. You really didn't like, you didn't care like in a good way. Didn't care. Cause yeah. like people could like yell things and you would just be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, like, you know I don't I mean? Like you're care. that type and I love that. If you don't like me, get up and leave. You don't exactly. have to, you don't have to tell the world that you hate what I have to say. You have free will. You can get up and leave and uh, not get your money back because that's what a pussy does. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did it take you a while to get there in comedy? To get, oh yeah, it takes to get that like courage. It takes a long time to be comfortable on stage. I think yeah. when I first started to get really comfortable, I stopped writing set lists. I don't write set lists anymore. Oh really? It's all up here. Yeah, but like I just don't. Like, I, I like that feeling of, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I have, like, certain, oh, like... Oh, that I've, stressed me out so much. I have a certain flow. Like, I know what mm. orders of jokes, but I can I can switch gears easily. Like, if somebody right. from the crowd, if we do some crowd work in it and something hits from a joke that I haven't done in years, but I can remember it, then ah. you know, then I can do that a lot easier. But, yeah, it is it is a comfort level. It is, like, just this thing of being up there and, and not giving a shit and being unapologetic. Thank you, and and that's what I that's what I adore about you. Yeah, it's it's. Com- I love seeing like I, like those are the comics. Those are the especially female comics that yeah. I'm drawn to because it's 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 harder. It's, comics should never apologize, even no. if they make a joke fuck in no. bad taste and it's a mistake. Yeah, you, you don't have to like. I hate this apology. Um, apology sort of society. Sorry to offend. So sorry to offend. But it's like, so somebody will make a mistake, then they'll go online and they'll say, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And people will still be like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's like, well, then, sorry. I don't know what to do yeah. for you. That was like, I'm a, a human being. I make mistakes. During one of your sets, you, you pointed at the sign. You're like, we're at a comedy show. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really liked that because I was like, it's that's so a very true. hacky line, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that though because I do think that there's a certain type of person that just won't get. Well, some people the do need of a comedy show. Some people do need to be reminded because, like, sometimes I'll like what I always do. Is if people aren't laughing, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Because I know these are good jokes. <laughs> There's me, this is you guys, not me. What the uh, fuck is wrong with you? Like, you, I need you guys to laugh. I need yeah. you, you. You paid money to laugh. 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 <laughs> laugh now, please. And it's just like, you just have to have that. You have to be like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have to be comfortable, but it's like, it takes a really long time. Especially with comedy that is more um, kind of diving into like, you know, the dirty things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, come on, let's be honest. We all fucking thought this. Yeah. Just, just for one second, get out of your, you know, stuffy persona and just laugh. Yeah. Laugh about this, these things that we all go through. Yeah. You know, like, like, and that's what I love. And about even if comedy. you don't agree with. What I'm saying, well, that's part of comedy is to go and see if I can make what you think is not funny, funny. Exactly. Like, wait, maybe I'll be able to make this funny. Like, I had a woman come up to me. She goes, I can't believe I was laughing at some of that stuff because I don't agree with it. But it was really funny. I'm like, see, if you listen... Yeah, you gotta be open-minded. Yeah, it's like the people that read the the title of an article on Facebook and then just share, share it, it without reading the article. <laughs> it's like that's that's what people who complain at comedy show that's their problem. They'll oh, hear yeah. a word that they don't like or a situation they don't like, and they'll just be like, "No, I'm not gonna like this joke at all." So, oh my gosh! But I had a comic early on tell me because I was like, "Oh, it, I I was filthy gross and not in a funny way. <laughs> like it was bad jokes. Like they yeah. were not funny." But um, when I, I did a contest and he the critique he gave me was if you're going to tell jokes like that, you need to grow some balls, which is sort of like a shitty thing for a guy to say. But he, the, what he meant was like, you know, you have he's like, be unapologetic. You can't tell a joke about cum and then say, I'm sorry. Was that OK? You just have to tell right. it and just be confident in how you're telling it. You got to go. You got to go all in. Yeah. You got to You almost you just got to go with your gloves on. Kind yeah. Of you just can't. You, you can't apologize. Out. For, for who you are and what you're talking about and yeah you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna tell a joke that doesn't work or you're gonna tell a joke that people are like whoa and you're gonna be like whoa i can't believe i just said that that's rude <laughs> that was not a good one how did you okay now i'm fascinated like how did you get because you've been doing this how long 14 years you said yeah 14 years how did this happen like what made you want to get into stand-up um i always um i always liked Stance, like Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. I always liked comedy. I didn't really understand stand up. I like I'd watched the Eddie Murphy, Delirious and Raw, and I I think that like when people say what was your first influence, I'm like definitely Eddie Murphy because mm. I just watched it and I was like, wait, you can get all the attention? <laughs> like you don't have to share with anybody. <laughs> and I I liked improv and stuff in high school but i think it's because that's what like when you're in high school that's the cool thing if you're gonna be in comedy i regret not doing that in high school yeah i mean i'm terrible at improv so (laughs) but it is like and then um i always said i wanted to do stand-up and i was with a boyfriend who said that was crazy like now that i look back he really held me back on a lot of things but but if he hadn't held me back i probably wouldn't be where i am today so but he like said that silly so he dumped me and then I was like super depressed and just like had nothing else to do. And then, so I just, I, uh, I found comedy. I started going to amateur nights at Yuck Yucks in Edmonton on Tuesday nights. And I just started going every week and like, I didn't get on for like a month, but I started to just kind of follow the comics around. And like, I didn't say much. Like that's the biggest piece of advice. When you're new, shut the fuck. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear your opinion. Nobody wants to hear this. Just be quiet and sit. And just have a good time. Just be a fly on just the wall. Just be there. Be right? a fly on the wall. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did for like a few months. I finally got up on stage once and it was, I got the, oh, you're very comfortable on stage, which is the comic's nice way of saying your jokes are terrible. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it was good. And you I have a nice vibe up there. Yeah. Like, but, but I did get some laughter. I don't know if it was pity laughs or what it was, but I, right. I was like, yeah, this is fucking amazing. This feels so fucking oh, good. Yeah. So then I just kept going and. And because I was single and like I basically was then I just kind of like found my core group of comedy friends and 
We were all at the at the news stage, so we all wanted to be out every night. That's another really good thing to do is if you want to start comedy, find those comics that want to be out at the mics every night. So and make are, it like a te- like like you're you're doing it together. Well, then you have somebody to go with. Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't feel so lonely um, or intimidating. You know, if you kind of get into your group, like I weaseled my way in, but just by being quiet and not hooking up with the comics. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that's a. <laughs> No, I had a comic I, say fair. to me, like, we didn't know, fair. we didn't know if you were here to, because they've had girls come in and be like, I want to be a comedian. And then yeah. they end up fucking four of the comics. And it's yeah. like, no. Yeah. So I really like, was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm just here to do comedy. And oh, there's lots of comics that I've always had crushes on. And I'm not saying I've never hooked up with comics, but I'm just like, it's better, especially when you're starting. Yeah. Because it's. Keep it on the. Well, it's just yeah, hard to like. Have people that. take you seriously, unfortunately, which is the stupidest thing ever. Like, if you want to fuck somebody who cares, but but yeah. you're, you're talking about male comics, the most immature of all males. So they're not going to be able to handle if you fuck their friend, and even if anyway. But see, yeah, I, so. I'm having ugh, how long in are we? We're, we're at the hour point. I can say this. I'm having. I'm. I consider because this is a comedy podcast, and I have a lot of comics. On, yeah, I consider myself to be comedy adjacent. I have jokes on my phone. I've thought about doing stand up, but I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. But I'm having that issue right yeah. now where I'm like, I gotta kind of, uh, yeah, because a lot of the males that I'm exposed to are comics and girls single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're cute, and you, and you and, clearly like a man with a sense of humor. I, I yeah. fucking get it. I don't. I'm not demonizing oh, any. Yeah. Any girls that fuck comics. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like if you want to be taken seriously, seriously. And, but that's like in any. Any career. That's if very you true. Co-workers are a nurse general, and you yeah. go in and you're like, oh, I want to be a nurse at this hospital, but I'm going to fuck four doctors yeah. first. Like, Hunt no out. one's going to take you seriously. And I always kind of went into it going, well, <laughs> in my mind, if I dated someone, that wouldn't be as bad because that would be like a dating situation. Yeah. But if it was like casual sex with multiple people, then nay, nay. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, no. And then you're Can't also going to have to deal with people saying, oh, she doesn't write her own jokes. He writes her jokes exactly. for her. Like, it, so it's something that's like in the back ever of my dated mind. a male comic has had to deal with that. Yeah, it's in the back of my mind now yeah. and I'm like very uh, mindful of it. And it's funny because like when you date a comic, you do riff off each other. Yeah. So I don't know if that like, is, does that mean he's writing jokes for me? Like, if he gives me a tag? Like, I don't... Uh, and no guy... No no one's ever going to say, I bet you she's writing for him. I guarantee you that'll never happen. Oh, my God. It'll yes. never happen. But, oh, it won't God happen at all. <laughs> You're so right. She's been around for a really fucking long time. And I've seen a lot of stuff. And I've seen Imagine. comedy relationships break up. And I've seen how shitty it is for the girl after. Because the guys will just automatically be buddies with the boys after so it's just like it is a dynamic thing but yeah data chef so have you ever dated a comedian or i did date a comedian yeah (laughs) how long a couple of months we hung out for a while he kind of asked me out for a year and i finally was just like okay (laughs) but it was yeah he's a very nice person yeah i think he's extremely funny like he's odd but that's also the worst part is that afterwards somebody like a couple comics said to me like one comic in particular and it was one of the most disgusting things someone has ever said to me he said oh so you dated him does that mean that so you're telling me i had a chance and i was Uh, like i was like no (laughs) like uh, first of all you're not as funny as him (laughs) second of all you're older than my dad i uh, it's it's just like a shit. 
it's really hard to like be taken seriously in comedy and it's really hard to not have comedy crushes and yeah and i'm not saying you're falling in love with your friends but yeah there's lots of guys that are comics i'm just like oh my god he's just the best i just love hanging out because he makes me laugh so hard but like you know you just have to figure yourself out if you want to date a comic date a comic but also be prepared for the and, shit that goes with it and also don't maybe don't go into it going i'm gonna date a comic yeah yeah no 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 more like it'll happen yeah and i mean there's plenty of of comedy couples like bonnie mcfarlane and rich voss are a comedy couple right uh matt o'brien and julia lagkowitz have been together forever i mean there's some really good comedy couples like there's ways in which it can it can work but yeah yeah that's but you also you i mean it's like any relationship but but it's harder when you i think it's like with anybody who dates within the workplace because that's what it is it's a workplace you're shitting where you eat you've got to be you're gonna get people saying shit and you just have to be able to brush it off Mm. and be cool with it that's that's so interesting you have amazing nails by the way i like that's like my one thing as i get my nails done is that like your i never get my hair cut (laughs) that's your thing your nails my nails your nail girl see i'm not at all i'm like the opposite of you i love nails i i i I would like to treat myself sometime do it but for me okay these are acrylics don't go i'm violent on my nails so i get stripper nails i i see when they're long like that yeah how is masturbating for you? It's great. Because <laughs> I always watch Pardos with yeah. really long nails. I'm just like, does that hurt? Let me tell you, <laughs> I had a threesome on a New Year's Eve one, one year and I hooked up with a guy and a girl and I had nails like this and she, I was like, is this okay? And she's like, yep. <gasps> it's Perfect. not so bad. Okay, myth busted. I mean, I'm myth- sure like, like uh, I'm sure there's like lesbians out there like I would have never date you with your fucking <laughs> dagger fingers, but I love that. A threesome on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Ooh. Was it a boyfriend? <laughs> no. Or no, just, I was single. Okay. So were it was friends. Or I knew like, the guy. Like we had, we were friends, and like he, we'd been friends for a while, and then he just came with some friends, and he just bought a house, and it had a hot tub, so we all went back, and I, I, this is all, this is like this is don't listen to this if you want. I'm pretty sure I got dosed with MDMA that night. Oh shit. I'm, I'm actually I know I was um, but it wasn't in a bad way it wasn't by him either it was not by the guy it was by somebody else so I was on MDMA <laughs> and I get to his house and he it, like he had this like guy and this girl with them and I'm like I want to go in the hot tub but I don't have a bathing suit and I'm like oh well and I just took all <laughs> my clothes off and got in the hot tub guess this is all I, I can do I posted a picture of me naked in the hot tub for I'm like I'm having a better New Year's than everyone oh my yeah, god and then she just came in and she started making out with me and I was like alright let's try this uh, oh, was that your first threesome or like, no I've had yeah. that I've ne- I'm, I want to uh, it's on the list you can't I fe- I, I've never planned one whenever uh, they've happened it's always been like spur of the moment like one time i was with a girl at a club and we were like well let's go and see if he wants to go hook up with both of us and he did but uh <laughs> but, I, that would be an easy sell <laughs> yeah don't do it i i mean i personally would never do it with somebody that i had actual real feelings oh for god no because I think it has, there has to be a comfort level but not too yeah much. no like, i mean it's just too hard if like you have yeah it's just it i, jealousy, I don't yeah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i was like i had a i hope my boy, poor boyfriend doesn't watch this fucking <laughs> But I did have this guy that I used to just hook up with and um, he was a firefighter and he was Woo! like, he wanted me to have a threesome with this girl. Mm-hmm. And so he showed me her picture. I'm like, Meh, I'm not even that attracted. But but I just wanted like, I really liked hooking up with him. So I'm like, well, I'll hook up with her if it means that I, we get to hook up. Right. She ended up. <laughs> she, that's the first person ever made me squirt was that woman. Oh, my God. 
sense. Like, yeah. oh, well, okay, like that makes sense. Yeah, because she knew what she, she was knew, doing. She knew what the fuck she was yeah. doing. Because that's another thing I related to a lot. Yeah, is the squirting thing. Cause yeah, I and let me tell you, I've been saying she, for years that I want it to happen. Yeah, and let me tell you, she didn't porno jackhammer finger me. <laughs> she did what she knew. She did a really good job. Yeah, I feel like porn. I feel like that's my only. Um, yeah, I, that's so weird that you said that because I. This is bizarre. You need to hook up with a woman. This is a weird. This is a weird fate thing. You were talking about your firefighter hookup. Yeah, yeah. I also have a firefighter. Yeah, because they're fucking pigs, is what they are. <laughs> I was texting with them today, and I was literally like, "Oh, just waiting to get off work so I can go record." I'm recording with this like hilarious comedian. I really want to talk with squirting with her. <laughs> and then he's like, "Go on." And I was like, "Well, do you want to help me with that? Because we've been banging since 2013, and you haven't made it happen. Yeah, yet. yeah. yeah. So do you want to give it a try?" And he's like, "Maybe I will." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> now just go find a, a chick. And I think it's like I think every woman, I think every man should have a hookup with this with like another man i think every woman should come yeah. like, i think it's a spectrum try it out who the fuck cares it's like you're not it doesn't mean that you're anything you don't have to identify as a certain person but like yeah yeah, yeah. and but it was the funny part with that guy was like because i wasn't that attracted to her but then after she made me squirt i'm like i love you <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> but so she uh so but i said well, okay well i'll have a threesome with a girl if we can have a threesome with one of your firemen buddies. Hell yes! But then this is what he said. He said, I wouldn't want to disrespect you like that. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? He goes, why well, do I want you to be treated like a piece of meat? I'm like, maybe I want to be treated like a yes! piece of meat. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Disrespect me. I get two dudes paying attention to me and only me. And that's that seems like the most respectful thing you could do. Amen! <laughs> it never happened. Never I love it. there's like a quote I found once that was like, I can't seem to find a nice man to treat me like a total whore yeah yeah, yeah. and i relate to that on a deep level yeah because i'm like i do think you need like i you gotta be respectful yeah, yeah, yeah but like as long as you talk about shit fucking go nuts in the bedroom yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean but you gotta talk about that shit I yeah think certain things you gotta talk about yeah you do yeah 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 Yeah. i think the best sex comes from like literally just talking to a guy and going like okay this is what i like what do you like yeah and like, let's see where things can cross. And that's also the cool thing about getting older is that you can tell a guy when he's going down on you to chill out on the tongue pressure. <laughs> Just oh like, God. stop moving I your wish, head like this. I wish more dudes would like realize. Like, I feel like I want to like. What would what would make a guy be like? Oh no, that's too much. Like, uh, with a if I just pinch his dick or something teeth, maybe, maybe. But I've, I've had that where like a guy's going down on you and you're like, no, 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 like just. It goes slowly. Yeah, I don't know what it is because I think I just want to rub your glit off. <laughs> okay, chill out. It's- well, with the fingering, fingering can get off hand real quick. Oh, it's because of guys because they watch yeah. it and it's yeah. just like, no, I'm not. You're gonna kill me. Yes, and it doesn't feel good. And no, and you have to day. pretend that you're like having a great time. Oh God. Yeah. No. Gosh. I mean, I will say this about my boyfriend. He is he's like I feel most comfortable with him. Yeah. So, but I have he makes me come more than anybody I've ever had. That's amazing. So it's good. Congrats. Because <laughs> you have a you have someone who can cook from you. Yeah. Makes you come all the time. He's nice. Yeah, he's perfect. Are there any downfalls to this man? Uh we're both like kind of shitty people. No, not <laughs> shitty people. That's good. You can relate. I like we just both like we both have our our little things and 
Yeah. Everyone has no 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 relationships perfect. There's That's no very perfect true. relationship. And yeah. if you have a perfect relationship, there's something fucking wrong. There's something wrong there. But yeah, yeah like it's really like he it's really funny because his parents are still together and mine have been divorced since I was like fourteen or fifteen. And when we first started dating, like the, he his parents live in his childhood home and like all this stuff and I was like, You have no idea how lucky you are that you have right. your childhood home still, that you that your parents are still together. It's just like and then you like see his parents and like they get a little testy with each other once That's in a like while. my parents, yeah. But it's like <laughs> it's just like how my grandparents were. Like my grandpa would smoke a cold cigar. And my grandma would remind him that he's gonna get lung cancer, and he goes, "I'll smoke my fucking cigars if I want to." <laughs> I love it. But yeah. then, like in the end, like they're a very good couple. They're diff- very different people, but like mm. they've learned to adapt to it, and like it's yeah. nice. And I think it's so important, too, to have things outside of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. You like can't spend anything, all your time together. If there's anything I've learned from, like, being single and just, like, being around couples mm-hmm. is, is that that's not what I want in a relationship. Like, yes, I want attention. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I've, I've done my time. But it's been, it would be nice like, to be missed, too. Yeah. Like, I like, like, yeah. I like going on the road. He hates it when I go on the road. He's like, I don't do well when you're not here. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're an adult male. Figure your shit out. Go Relax. out and have fun. Like, just do, like, have a yeah. good... I know, you hear some couples say things like, I can't sleep without you in the bed. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I can't sleep with you in the bed. Like, we just right? got a king-size bed because I was like, I can't anymore. Like, we're not... I Again, I'm not a little girl. He's not a little guy. And, like, it's just like... Plus, we have two dogs and a cat that sometimes <laughs> will come in. So there's all of us Three in pets. this bed. Yeah. <sighs> not good so i'm we got a king size mattress now we just got to get a bed frame for it that would be amazing because i'm too old to put mattresses on the floor no fuck mattresses on the floor (laughs) i did that with my first boyfriend my in our first apartment together yeah because that's what you do when you're like in your 20 early 20s yeah if you're in your 30s and you have a mattress on the floor get your shit together go to the ikea as is section i don't care you can get a bed for a hundred dollars the as is section yes do not so good there Put your mattress on the floor. Oh. I'll have another. Yes, my, my <laughs> I'm next a fast thing, My next thing is a uh, headboard because I don't have one of those. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you can get a headboard too. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> but like, I want like a bondagey one. Oh, that you can tie things to. Yeah, there's like a really good bed at IKEA that you can do that with. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's. T- I'm on a budget, so it'll definitely be IKEA. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm like I would love to be an adult that doesn't have to shop at IKEA, but. Uh, no shame. What's they got some nice fucking stuff. I turn this so it advertises. Oh yes, Nova Scotia Spirit Co. Shout Thank out. You. They're a favorite on this podcast. I always have Blue Lobster on hand. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I said that they were going to send us free booze. Yeah, and they never did. So I'm just going to keep plugging them until they do. Yep. Come on, <laughs> Nova Scotia Blue Lobster vodka. It's good shit. Is is vodka your go-to drink? I do like vodka. Yeah. I always have. I've never had a bad night on vodka. Mm. I've had bad times with tequila, Jaeger, right. but oh, uh Bob's fuck. Jesus. Um Yeah, Robbie Robbie, who will be on your podcast soon, <laughs> is so the excited. fucking Jaeger bomb king. And the last time I was in town, he was bartending at the Toothy Moose or Goofy Moose. What is it called? Uh, the toothy bar mo- is called the Toothy Moose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he was bartending there, and I was—he was just feeding me Jaeger bombs, and like there was nobody at the bar, and I was just like dancing by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the two things for. Yeah, yeah, I like to have fun. I like to have fun. I—I I do. That's I'm, awesome. I'm always gonna like going to the bar, but I don't like going when there's like little children. There. I—I've realized that 
it might just be my hearing that's causing all the bar anxiety. Oh, because you have bad hearing? Well. I can't hear people when they talk to me. This is yeah. me when I'm at the bar or most times uh, people will mumble to me. I'm just like, oh, cool. <gasps> yeah. You just kind of like nod along hoping that you're agreeing to the right thing. Yeah. It's how I feel <laughs> when I'm in a cab in Newfoundland. <laughs> I, can't, I can't understand a word. I remember the first time I was in Newfoundland, <laughs> like I get into this cab at the airport, and it was just this guy. Where's your guy to get tattoos? And I was just like, <laughs> um, I just gave him the address, <laughs> and then he and they're so friendly and nice, and he was just going on and on, and then I just kept saying yes, no, uh huh. <laughs> like I could have agreed to marry his firstborn. I don't know what happened. I well, because like, right, I'll say what once. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get scared to say what again is yeah. my issue. Yeah. And and I think it's, well, I, I'm, ugh, this is weird. When I was little, they put me in uh, hearing testing because yeah. I think that they thought I was ADD. Okay. Spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure I am and I'm undiagnosed. I did, they told so me what I does have, hearing have to do with ADD? Because I think I'm ADD. Well, okay. So they, they put me in, because te- I was having trouble, it was like grade five or four i was having trouble concentrating yeah so they thought i was getting distracted by other people like noise around you yeah because the teacher i had at the time just wasn't that strict like didn't really discipline the kids didn't tell them to shut up so i I was doing bad in school and my mom was like she just ain't paying attention yeah like what's wrong with her Mm -hmm. um and they took me for these like weird hearing tests and then i lived my life and then a couple of years ago, I was at a family dinner and they're like, oh, you have auditory processing disorder. And I was like, news to fucking me. I never knew that. I need to look into this. Apparently, it's this thing where like, like, say we're talking and like, say we're at like a restaurant and like you and I are having a conversation, but like there's like another conversation happening. You hear that there. other one? Yeah. And I, and it's me <gasps> at parties. Me. Like I, I get overwhelmed because I'm always that person kind of in the middle. Like, yeah. Like, and then I'm just like, what conversation do I tune into? But I have trouble figuring out. Yeah. Like I'm, I bounce around. Yeah. Cause I can't take it in all That's in me at too. once to get overwhelmed. Like we'll be watching TV in our living room and I might be playing a game or something but I still kind of watch and listen yeah but then he'll start playing a YouTube video on his phone at full blast and I want to murder him right because it I can't and I've said to him before I'm like all I can hear is your thing and I can't yeah I can't have it oh my god I gotta look into this shit apparently it's really common in kids and like not so common in adults apparently I have a lot of disorders that are not common in adults like that well I never grew up (laughs) we never grew up maybe night terrors apparently too because like night terrors all the time wow they're not as bad as they used to be but i used to like do blood curdling screams wake up screaming yeah and my parents would think someone was climbing in my window that was it was that kind of scream wow like ah! like like oh my god like like insane that's insane and right now i I have like what i call micro night terrors where like i'll just have like 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 a little moment where I'm like on the verge of sleep and like I'll just think uh, like I'll see a shadow or like it's just very like mild. Yeah. But it's not common in adults. It's very common in children. Weird. So maybe I just never grew up. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That makes sense. Just keep going to a pediatrician. <laughs> You're how old? If, listen, if they'll take me. <laughs> yeah. At this point, health acts with the yes. family doctor crisis. I'll take one because I got a bad cervix and bad ovaries. So I need. Oh my God. I need a doctor. <laughs> I need a doctor and I need a doctor now. Oh yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a period in three months. What? Mm. How old are you? 32. What? That's not good. I know. And I, and I know it's not. And I know that like, it. I think there's something wrong with my hormones. Yeah. 
and there's something going on. Yeah. And it, it, like you, you just like feel it in your body. You're like, something's not quite right. Yeah. And then like all I have to deal with are like walk-in clinic doctors who really don't care. And they don't oh, really no. take the time because like I don't have a family doctor. So mm. it's tough. And then you go online and diagnose yourself and then you have eight kinds of cancer. Yeah. I'm that kind of person. Like when I go, I do have, I'm lucky I have a family doctor. And she hates me because <laughs> you go in for everything. Oh, I go in and I was like, uh, "Can we do some blood tests?" Because I'm pretty sure it's cancer. And like, she's like, "Finally, like, you don't have cancer. Stop acting like you have cancer." I'm like, "I'm not acting. I just have a lot of family <laughs> history with it, and I'm oh, just being proactive." Oh, so yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, if you have the family history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, I I just I always think about it too because I'm just like I. There's a new Facebook friend I have who's like my age with cancer. Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck? Like, you always just hear of cancer happening to, like, women in, the, like, their 50s. Yeah, but, and I, like, I have no. a friend who got breast cancer when she was in her 20s. That's insane. And, like, I mean, she's, thank God she's alive still, Ugh. and she beat it, but, like, it's pretty crazy. Like, no wonder Angelina Jolie chopped her titties off. I don't blame her. If, because she has a gene or something. Yeah, she had, like, the test that, like, showed... Did you just do one of those okay, 23 and me? Am I narcissistic to say that I wouldn't jump the gun so quick to get mine off? Yeah, like, I love these things. I know. They're like probably all I have going for me with men. So I don't really Boobs are that. nice. They're fun to have. Yeah, I love my boobs. They're boobs my are great. Thing. Boobs are a good thing to have. They're really good to have. I don't know what I'd do without them. Like, honestly, I would be very yeah. sad. Like, and even the itty bitty titty committee girls have their own <gasps> fan club. I was that in grade 11 and 10. Yeah. Someone wrote on my glasses case, uh, president of the itty bitty titty committee. Oh my God. When did you grow your boobs? Uh, like grade 12 in college. I grew mine in grade four. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I had titties in elementary school. Just like, but it was an early, awful. early bloomer. Oh yeah. I got my, like, uh, I got my period in grade five. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, well, I was grade six. So I, I was mine. wearing a uh, white cotton Jenny overalls. Oh, <laughs> my, cotton Jenny. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. shout out. And my doctor my doctor, my teacher pulled me aside and she said, Can you come with me? Oh, and god. then she told me, I think you got your period, and I just burst into tears because I'm like, Great, <sighs> I was ten. I love how she says I think. Like it could be a cut. Well, yeah, or it like, could be your period. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knows? Did you cut your, your asshole open? I don't know what you did. <laughs> but yeah, so then I like I called my mom in tears and I'm like, I got my period. <laughs> so I walked home. With, like tied a thing. Was school my over at this point, or did you? No, go home I just early? I went home early. That was so the only I. good thing about getting your period. You got to go home early. Hell yeah! You do. And then uh, my mom came. I remember sitting on the front steps, just bawling my eyes out. My mom comes out of her vehicle, holding like two grocery bags full of like pads, and she oh! was she was so excited. But <laughs> I was like, committee. holy hey, shit, yeah, this is awful. And it was because uh, I was like in great like I would go to sleepovers and I'm like I'd be for sure the only girl that had her period I had like right. in grade three my mom got me a training bra mm. and it, grade and three, my mom shit. yeah I, I grew titties fast Jesus. and uh, my mom uh, <laughs> she bought me a polka dot training bra so you could see it through every shirt and, <laughs> oh and I was God. mortified I was so embarrassed by like having to wear a bra because none uh. of my other girlfriends had to wear a bra and like, of course, boys snap the back and like all this Girls other shit. Girls would too. In my, yeah. in my case, yeah. Why was? Because now it's like now all it's, about the boobs. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was going to elementary school now and I had titties, I'd be the most popular girl in the world. I mean, <sighs> yeah. It's just a weird. Yeah, it's weird that like boobs were shamed. Yeah, like, when you were at that age. Yeah. 
Like when I find out girls like, oh, I didn't get my period until I was like 15. I'm like, fuck you. I was a five year veteran when you got your first Holy period. Shit. Yeah, for me, it was grade six and it was right before a trip to a water park mm. in PEI. Um, Did you go? So here was the thing, like, I got it. And I think it was, like, a week or so before the trip. My mom, like, scared me being, like, because I don't think, well, my mom, I'll just say, never taught me about tampons. It was pads and a stick of deodorant that she threw at me. Oh, yeah. And a stick of deodorant. A book, a stick of deodorant. Because I don't know why she For your vagina? Yeah. I don't know. Like, she maybe just thought, like, well, I always sweat. So why would that? I don't know. It was very weird. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I was. It was always pads, and it was awful. Yeah, yeah, it was the, awful pads. Like, and they and I wore them for so long. Like, I don't think I wore tampons until yeah, early high school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like me I, too. Like a long time. And like, I had to teach myself how to do that shit. Yeah, and you, I don't remember how I even got them. I think actually. I just went and bought some and read the instructions and was like, well, let's see how it goes. It's like, so nerve wracking. But I mean, it is weird if you're <laughs> if you're a virgin and you're using tampons because you're it's not like uncomfortable but it's just kind of like oh well am i gonna be a virgin for much longer if i'm sticking these things up there right because you're an idiot girl but oh um my God. yeah i'm a diva cup is. queen now i fucking <gasps> love the oh diva cup. you like that see i i taught there's a lot of polarizing opinions yeah some people cup. some girls are horrified by it and i get it but i fucking it, when you use a diva cup it's like you don't even have a period anymore really it's amazing well, I already got that going for me now, so I don't need the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so lucky. There might be something I'm, wrong with you. I'm just broken. It's funny because I had to take, like, I don't know, I say had to, but, like, people were bugging me to take pregnancy tests just yeah. to be, like, 100%. And I was, like, got laid twice over this time. And the schematics of those two hookups, I just highly doubt I got yeah, yeah, yeah. any cum. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, no. Uh, but I did it anyway because mm. people got in my head being, like, well, you never You never know. know. Yeah. So I took it and I was, like, oh, no, not pregnant, just broken. Yeah, not pregnant, just broken. Well, I was on antibiotics for like one of those months, and I think that that might have fucked it up. Yeah, I just didn't think that it would fuck it up for three months. Yeah, you need to get like, a doctor. Yeah, I sure you got to figure out do. why. Don't Google it though, because you will think you have some sort of horrible cancer. <laughs> it's, it's so true. I love this, like flashback to this episode when I get my diagnosis. No, if you got, <laughs> I feel so awful if I'm. <laughs> No, it's early detection. You just need to find a dog that will sniff your ovaries just in case. Because <laughs> those are the... Don't dogs detect cancer? Do they detect cancer or periods? Well, bears detect their oh, periods. Bear, bear. <laughs> you're supposed to not, you're supposed to not <laughs> go camping when you're on your period. Oh, you'll wouldn't. attract bears to the neighborhood. I mean, that, it would suck to go camping on your period. Yeah, imagine like bears come in and like everybody in their camping goes like, okay, who's on her period here? <laughs> Who the fuck showed up on her period? Do you get um do you get moody on your period or like bitchy? I'm bitchy all the time. That's me too. Yeah. But I, I, I hate it when people are like, you're on your period and like Oh yeah, and then you, you can you, tell you wanna you wanna be like And then you just burst no. in but then you burst into tears, you're like, No, I'm, I guess I am fuck you <laughs> Trust me, it's not fun. We don't enjoy it either. Okay? Mm. I don't enjoy I, yeah. for the first time in my life, get debilitating cramps. I never got cramps before, but now I get them for one day out of my period. Same. Yeah. Always, and guess who always does her, goes to work? Me. Yeah. I don't, I never call in period sick because I think, because <laughs> I think that that's weak. I take a Midol extra strength and I go. Do they work I, for you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I get it. There's women that have horrifying cramps, but like. Like, I have a friend that will, she'll throw up every time. Oh I'm like, God. that's awful. That's, to me, that's awful. Well, that's scary, too, because, like, endometriosis is a fucking thing. 
um, that I feel like a lot of people aren't educated on. Yes, yeah. And I, I, I think it's so fucking important to like, if you genuinely think, like, you know your body better than anyone, if yeah. you genuinely think something is wrong and not right, yeah. fucking go to a doctor and like go to another doctor. You like, shouldn't be feeling opinions. like you're going to die every month. No, There's, that's not normal. No. Like, no. I, I wouldn't say I feel like I'm going to die. I just get like really bad cramps and stuff. And I, I shouldn't have said I'm, <laughs> yeah. like I call in sick because I'm, I'm not brave or anything. <laughs> But I, so but like, might all works for me. Mm-hmm. But like, I get like endometriosis is a terrifying, awful thing, and it, so there's terrifying. a lot of women because well, you're taught your whole life that not to talk about your period. It's embarrassing. But now at least people are like, no, it's your period it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said because of the abortion, all the abortion shit, yeah, and all this other stuff going on, like Alyssa Milano, so we should stop fucking men. And then my friend, oh, oh, somebody yeah. else, I don't know, my friend, or she saw it somewhere else. And they, why don't we just stop using? Why don't we just start free bleeding? Yeah. I Why don't we just start that. bleeding all over the place? Everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, I'm bleeding. Can't. Yeah. I'm going to ruin your couch. Apologize for that. You oh, know? God. But we're still not allowed to be that. Well, I just, I always think about. Um, there's like a documentary on Netflix. Fucking what? What's it called? It's like a boat period. It won the Oscar for best documentary. Yeah. That was so awesome when they won and she said, we just. One for a period, a, a, a documentary about periods. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Cool. It's very cool. I like that they start that whole business of like making pads like over there and stuff. Like yeah. that. That's because I always think about that. I'm like, holy fuck, that must be like the absolute worst. Like not have anything. Imagine have being anything a homeless deal. woman like that. When I lived in Vancouver, uh, they uh, there was a big push to be like, you know, there there's a, a a group called the Downtown East Side Women's Association or something, and I think it's it's to benefit homeless women. But can you imagine having your period and being homeless and like these are the only clothes you really have. And then you, yeah. And and men don't have to think about that kind of shit. And it's no. And it is cool because a lot of men are like, holy shit, I never thought of it that way. And a lot of men are like, don't talk about your period; it makes me uncomfortable. You guys can fuck off. Yeah, for real, for real. If though. you are a man over yeah. the age of eighteen, you're an adult, and you can't handle listening about a period or or understanding periods or. You feel the need to tell a joke about going to buy tampons for your girlfriend. You're a fucking child. And also, <laughs> I just want to say on record, big fan of period sex. I've done it. It's not too bad. It's not, nice. disclaimer, not first day period sex. No, no, no. <laughs> not oral sex. Not oral. But like, you know, if, if it's light. Because like, I get, I get painfully horny on my period. And. Painfully. And masturbating well or i'm sure if some guy made you come it'll clear it doesn't clear up cramps but it helps it yes well it distracts you from it at least <laughs> it distracts you but it it's like physiologically is that a word it, yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. it's supposed to help with cramps i think that it does a lot like headaches cramps depression Well, yeah, because you're releasing endorphins. It's not even it's you're releasing endorphins. More women should masturbate, and yeah, don't shame girls for masturbating. Hell no, because sometimes like I can do it in like thirty seconds. Just let me do this. Oh my god, I know me too. And like, look at it. I just I don't need a full sex session. I just you can watch me do it, but I don't need your input. (laughs) Are you are you um big into sex toys? I I do enjoy them, but I I always find well not my current boyfriend, but a lot of boyfriends are intimidated. Yeah, yeah. for some dumb reason. Why? Okay, because oh, that's so funny. Because their dicks can't vibrate. Because I recently like bought two new ones, and I dropped a lot of money, and I was like very open about it, like to my friends. And yeah, it's crazy to me how many people were like. <gasps> 
I can't believe that there are women like in their 30s that have never used a vibrator. That's that shocks me. me. Yeah, that's as madness. soon as I turned 18, I was like, I'm going to buy a vibrator. I want to see what this is about. <laughs> Yeah. And I did, and it was great. It was like the You'll best never ever. forget your first vibrator. Truly. That's true. Like, like it's. I feel like I can't throw it out because it's special. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Like you can't, you can't forget. You got to put a toilet paper tube inside. Remember those ones? <laughs> yes. They don't blah. Well, the one that I had was one that you had, like it was battery operated. Obviously. Yeah. But you had to like twist, twist the, the top. Yeah. That's what we all had. We, that was our first vibrator. Oh my gosh! I used to have a choke So you open it in a Boston pizza on your 18th birthday. <laughs> But uh, no, like I think it's so important for for yeah. women to figure their own bodies out because yeah, yeah, and like let's stop shaming chicks who want to self please because guess what? I know that we just went back from saying like oh women can get laid whenever like yes it's easy it could be easy for us to get laid for sure but sometimes that's not feasible and even if we and even if we can get laid we're probably not gonna come I'm not even gonna lie fair, to you exactly <laughs> we're. Most times we're not going to come, and I, I because guys just don't have the patience for it. I get it, but that's what happens as you get older, though, and you start fucking older dudes because older dudes are like, no, 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 I know, I know that you can't come in thirty seconds. Patience is patience, patience and age and experience. Yes, so yeah. key. Or a dude that's like, yeah, I'll use your vibrator on you. Let's do it together. Like that's so uh, nice. even better. I mean, that's the thing. Like that's the thing with casual sex that sucks. Yeah. Is is that. I'm, I don't feel like I'm provided the time yeah. to have a full experience. Well, I feel bad for dudes because they watch porn and they watch girls like fucking and then like coming all of a sudden. But it's just like. Or most, they're like doing these theatrical noises that make them yeah. think that they are. And like most women, like, let's be honest, most women can't just come from penetration. No, yeah. And for But porn has made men believe that that's a thing. Um, which, yeah, you can sometimes, but more women you need to like. Fucking flick the bean a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's strange because I, and I, and it's another like poll I always ask people. I'm like, I just feel like oral sex on women, like in like straight relationships or straight uh, yeah. dynamics, isn't that common with casual sex? Like, I blow oh, no, no. almost every oh, yeah. guy I hook up oh, with. Blowjobs are very casual person. sex, but not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the other way around. Yeah. It's not the default. Yeah. And I always ask people that because I'm like, is it something? With me specifically, or like, are guys just not going down on me? Like, what's what's the deal? No, I think it's like I. I mean, maybe they're scared or something. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, no. Immediately, if you don't blow a guy, they're like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like weird. Well, also, or they um just they take the blowjob stance. I did date a so guy that did that said he didn't like blowjobs, and I'm like, I've heard what? that too. Well, have some you, some guys. I don't get that. Like, that's did you have a traumatic experience with a blowjob? Maybe. Maybe he has like a ripped thingy. A ripped thingy. <laughs> ripped. <laughs> I've heard of guys like injuring their dicks because like from fucking too hard. Yeah, like you can bounce down on one and oh. break it in half. Oh. That, that is the thing. You can oh. pop a bunch of vessels in there. I can't imagine that would be. Yeah, it'd be awful. awful. I'm that sure it would be. be. I'm sure it would be terrible. <laughs> hey, we have babies and we deal with cramps and we deal with bullshit. So yeah. Deal with it. We all have to. We all have to put up with different <laughs> shit. <laughs> different but it's truly not not the default for no. oral. And um, I also am just like, I need to get to a point where I start speaking up about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm working on that for sure. But like, I'm still. But then sometimes it's, a guy will go down and you're like, oh, God, this is awful. Well, you don't want them to feel obligated. No, but you also don't. Yeah. It's, sometimes they're very bad at it. But I'm sure there's lots of girls that are very bad at blowjobs. I want I wish there was a guy here that we could be like, when you Robbie, say, you? <laughs> when you say that's a great blowjob, do you mean it? Or do you. 
Yeah. Well, okay, because I oh I always wonder that too. Have another. I always <laughs> wonder that too. I'm like, what makes a good blowjob? And I know that for me, I just get a lot of guys wanting to deep throat. Yeah, that's a new thing. That's like porn thing. That's oh, will you gag on my dick? I pity gag, so I don't have to really gag. <laughs> yeah, we all got the power to do it, ladies. You just put it in your mouth and be like, oh, oh my god, you're so big. <laughs> we all got the power. Use that gag power. Make them feel special. <laughs> I love that. It's scary though because like I I had I had um, a guy. Like essentially face fuck me without consent, and uh-huh. and that was like a cut. Like ugh, I hate using the word traumatic, but it was fucked up. I, I it just, was it was messed up. I've had uh, an incident like that as well. It was it was a guy that I really liked, ugh, but he worse. was way too. He was so rough. He like ripped hair out of my head. He fish hooked. I was horrified, <sighs> but I didn't know how to stop it. And um, it wasn't like I wouldn't say I was raped, or, but I would say I was very. I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was not fun. And I I mean, there's a lot of porn these days that's very rough. And like, if that's your thing, you you cannot Gian Gomeshi a girl. You've got to ask her, do you like to get fish hooked? Do you like? And even if she says, yeah, I guess, then probably not. Because <laughs> I yeah. didn't even ask. Him. He's like, I'm gonna fish hook you. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And then he did it, and I was like. Oh, this is scary. This isn't fun. And it is a traumatizing experience. It's, it, it's traumatizing. Yeah. And to have, like, someone not at really ask you beforehand. Yeah. Like, just, or guys that just, like, because choking has become this phenomenon. It has become. Where it's, like, a lot of men like to choke. And a lot of women enjoy being choked. But yeah. not all women. Like, I've had guys choke before. I'm like, what are you fucking... Kill me. I had a joke about it because I was like, I'm gonna put this back over here. Um, yeah, I had a joke about it at work because like I dated this guy and I was on the road for six weeks and I came back and we were having off the road sex, which was great. But then he like started to choke me, and I was like, I like literally had to punch him in the chest because I couldn't even talk. I'm like, what are you well, fucking doing? And he goes, I just missed you so much. And I'm like, <laughs> that you want to choke me and kill me so I can never go on the road again? Like. And, no, if you are into that shit, great. That's awesome. But you need to act like I. Yeah, I love getting spanked hard. Me too. Not all girls do. Yeah, there is a line though <laughs> where you get spanked too hard. And you're like, okay, chill the fuck out, <laughs> you fucking psycho. <laughs> but like, but yeah, you like that's the thing is like consent has become such a like important thing, yeah. and women have to ask for it and men have to ask for it. It's like so it can't true. just be. It's not just men that don't ask for consent. There's plenty of women out there. That are too aggressive sexually, or so you got to ask for what you want. Well, that's what I always because I, uh, another thing that comes up on the show a lot is ass eating and butt stuff, and I'm I always not. like hear stories of like men like, oh, she just stuck a finger in there, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when I hear those stories. I don't like that either because I wouldn't want a guy to just stick a finger up there. Absolutely like, not. If so, yeah. if a guy was like, could you put your finger in my ass? I would say absolutely no. But some girls would be like, yeah, let me do it. Let me go in there. Exactly. But yeah, I know. I, I just decided to put my finger in his ass. Like, no, that's not cool. That's absolutely not it's, cool. It's never been in my mind in a casual hookup or yeah. like a new hookup or like maybe it's like the first time or first couple yeah. times with a boyfriend where I've been like, mm, I think I'll just do that. Like, I feel like that's something that comes with more time. Or if you're doing talking, it and like, you say, do you like that? And they say, no, that's when you stop. Or you like you hover the area. Yeah. And you say, do you like that? You want me to go further? 
Like it's stuff like that uh, that you the can butt do. is a very delicate place, and oh it's God, become like right? I have a joke about how much butt stuff like younger people talk eating ass like so common. That's not a thing in my like. Mm, I just mm. it's weird. It's kind of odd. Me either though. But it's mm. become like it's become a thing. Like there's lots of people that talk about eating ass all the time, and I'm and I'm just horrified by it. But that's me being old, and yeah. maybe it's a great time. But I personally think I wouldn't put my tongue where poo comes out. I would be open to. I've never done anything but related. Ever? Not, no, not even as a birthday gift. Nothing has been in here, and I've never put... So, like, not, like I'm I'm clean slate. Okay. Totally. Do, but I'm open to it, is the thing. I've done butt I'm stuff open before. I'm definitely drunk. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound clip. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that good one. That sums up my podcast <laughs> yeah. right there. <laughs> Someone says something very revealing and I goes, Okay, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Okay. No, I have done butt stuff before. I don't think I've ever enjoyed it that much. I've Did never you do it all like multiple times with the same person? No, I've always just been like, okay, you can try it. Then I like and then they do and then you're like <gasps> It's like falling into cold water. <laughs> That's what having a dick put in your ass feels like. Oh my god. Do you know that feeling like I one time I was in Jasper, Alberta, and like we were we were on this we were on this creek that was glacier water, but it was like middle of summer, it was like twenty eight degrees outside, and we were on rocks, and I went to cross the creek to get to another rock, and I slipped and I fell and I went under the water and I was just like <gasps> like that's, I like it, it, it's like a shock. It's that's what anal sex feels like. It well, feels I, like falling in cold water. I don't, I, and it to, some women, I have a friend that only likes anal sex. I'm like, you're nuts, but okay. I can see how people would enjoy it. Because I kind of started thinking about it differently. I'm like, okay, I understand. Like, it's pressure on, because like the clit is huge. Like, yeah. it's a huge internal thing. So I can see how like if it was like hitting the right areas, maybe it would like feel better. I can understand putting a butt plug in and getting fucked still like in your vagina yeah that might feel good i think that but, but just but i don't know but do girl like do girls like have like the prostate like i get boys their prostates in there yeah i get it see i don't know see, but i, I don't understand what like the benefit of a of a vagina but it must just be <laughs> angle i don't really know it's, it's, <laughs> i love how we're just like we don't understand i don't i don't sue johansson and i'm sure i'm gonna get it like person. like People will say I'm kink shaming. But no, no, we're not doing. I am not shaming. I'm. I personally am not a fan of it. And it's. And I'm personally. Um. I would never eat. I would never do that. But I'm open to it. But like I, it's. It's not. And it's what not do a big you deal to me? And it, what it kind of happen. what kind of wine do you pair with ass? <laughs> like, <laughs> is it a red? Is it a white? I don't. I want to go into a liquor store. Just go to someone. Let's find a sommelier to ask. What kind of Wine do you pair with ass? If I'm planning on eating my boyfriend's ass tonight, what kind of wine should I drink? Yeah. Well, we'll bring out the most... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I'm like, do you like kiss after? Do you brush your teeth after? Well, I can tell you something. If you fuck a girl's ass, do not put it in her vagina after because that's very dangerous. Oh, I would just instantly go... It would be instant yeast. Yeah, and I'm not a ass to mouth thing. That's fucking weird. I took me a while to even be down to vag to mouth. Oh, I don't mind I, that. That's I fine. used to hate it. Yeah, yeah. When I was really young. But now I don't care. Yeah, because when you're young, you're like, ah, things are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I 
God, I want to taste myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get older and you like hook up with some men that are actually good at what they do. And then you're like, oh, it's I taste real good. <laughs> yeah, it really ain't bad. It really doesn't taste like my. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never gone down on another girl, but I want to at some point. I've only ever finger banged another girl. I've never. I've had girls go down on me, but I've never gone down on a girl. That which would be my feels, ideal situation. I feel very selfish. No, that's no, that's amazing. That's the best case scenario. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, who knows? Was it just one chick or mal- like? Mal- yeah, I've had an orgy with no. <laughs> <laughs> All at once. Ten. No, like the like the threesome in the hot tub. I didn't right, go. Right, she right. went down on me. I did not go down on her. I finger banged her. Was that fun? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I really... That it's a different fun. angle to go... I've never been in a, a vagina at that angle. Right, because you're used to your own. Yeah. And all vaginas are different. Yeah. And guys are like, do you finger bring yourself? I'm like, not really. Like, and no. unless I'm... I have a lot of time. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the weird thing about sexting. Because mm-hmm. if I'm masturbating... Like, normally it's not yeah. insertion. Normally it's just clit. Normally most times but like if i'm sexting with a guy they're always just like put your fingers inside you i'm like okay okay i'm gonna be bored for the next 30 seconds (laughs) (laughs) i'll always just like do it or like say i'm doing it okay big guy whatever you want (laughs) do you want me to come or not (laughs) that's why girls you save one picture of yourself finger banging yourself and just send that every time oh my god and you're out I've sent like topless pictures. I'm not a fan of sending the vagina picture. Ooh, it's. I feel like I've mastered it. You have sent your vagina to people. Yeah, I feel like so. I every time I take a topless picture, not any. I don't do this anymore. But when I was single, I would. I when I was. Do you remember when Tinder had moments like it was like yes. stories? I used to put like topless pictures of me up on Tinder. Really. Because I was angry, and I was just like, I don't fucking care about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But every time I put one up, I'm like, no, if that got out, I'd be okay with it, because I look good. I never... No woman is ever going to put, like, a picture of her naked, like... <laughs> no, we've... T- it's like selfies. We've taken at least 20. What angle do you take a picture of your vagina at that that's the best? Okay, so... Okay. Hmm. So, I have determined for me personally... I feel like my nails would identify me too much, so I can't... I'm, I'm a pro at shower nudes shower nude like you take your phone in the shower with you yeah now i used to have a life proof case which made it waterproof which is not anymore but now i've mastered the art of holding it kind of outside where the water is but then you get the shot of the water on like if it's a boob picture it's like the water is like pouring down your boobs yeah and it's always a kind of a diagonal with boobs sort of like you're tilting one way like this yeah those are my favorite boob shots and then you always gotta kind of squeeze them in a bit you just gotta but with vagina the the best vagina pictures I've ever taken. This is I know I know it sounds wild, but a bent over one. Yeah. If you like put your leg up on like <laughs> I'm like trying to show how to do this on the like bathtub thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just bend over and poke it out and like get your phone down like this. Aren't you ever scared of falling and cracking your head open? Yeah. Be careful! Don't die taking a nudie. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be the most Sarah way to die. Do you know what I thought? Like I have a, I have a very morbid brain, but like I thought about this the other day. I was just like, because I was out drinking with Robbie. I'm like, if I died tonight, <laughs> I would be horrified. I feel like many people have had this because thought they would because they would go back to my hotel room and be like, this girl like has her clothes everywhere. <laughs> she has shit all over the bath. Like it's not gross in there, but I bought these Hawaiian ginger. Do you remember Hawaiian ginger from Cal? Yes. Cal- Oh my god! So I bought these. <laughs> I bought these yes, that was like my 
my signature scent in junior high. Yes, that's also my body. Yes. And the green apple. There was a green apple one at I one point. I think so. But I remember Hawaiian ginger. All the girls oh, wore Hawaiian ginger. And I so like real. bought these Hawaiian ginger bath bombs because you get a nice tub at the Yuck Yucks. And- Fuck yeah. And so I've been having Hawaiian ginger baths every night. And my room smells like junior high. Oh, <laughs> I, I legit. Finger banging it. and uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian ginger. ginger. And it's, yeah. Just. <sighs> Because all I do is have bass and masturbate. Now I want. Now I want to go and get some of that. Right. That was my. That smell. I had the shimmer, like the the round yeah. shimmer mist mm-hmm. that was never mist. It just came out in a glob, and you had to like rub it in. Oh, I remember when <laughs> glitter was like just coming out as the coolest thing, and you would get this gel. Yeah. And you would just Ugh. cover. I remember going to nightclubs and like being like covered in glitter, <laughs> and being like, "I'm so hot." <laughs> Like, I look so good right now. Um, I can't imagine what that did first. You know what it was, though? Like, married man repellent. Oh, really? Oh. A married guy's not going to hook up with a girl that's covered in glitter. The same glitter as his daughter. Or glitter, period. Comes home and covered in glitter. Oh, that's true. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, like, you don't have to worry about a married man trying to hook up with you because you're covered in glitter. Oh, I like that. And, like, lipstick would probably be concerning as well a little bit but it's not more, as much as but glitter. glitter just like you don't even realize it's on you people have left my apartment sometimes covered in glitter and like they're like God, fucking glitter on me what the fuck because like these curtains like they do shed sometimes and yeah oh i thought you meant because when you hook up with them you cover your <laughs> that too actually i do i am a fan of the um the boob highlighter i do have highlighter from not on yeah. right now but i do have this i use the rose gold one from nyx and i just Ooh, dust yeah. it everywhere and you gotta you gotta highlight them boobies the high points yeah and then you contour the low points. women learn everything they want from drag queens because drag queens can make a flat chest look like giant titties they're queen they're ugh. so talented so talented so much talent yeah i'm actually i'm friends with two drag queens that like and they're like, beautiful they're the they're the best, and like they have a YouTube show called Queens Ranting, mm-hmm. where they also have a bell. I love it that they like they ding and they. Dr- it's very similar to Intoxicated, but with drag queens, and it's it's so much fun. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I love me. A, I need to start going to more drag shows. I know, me too. I do like. I drag always forget shows. about them, but it's just because I'm kind of. I was invited yeah. to a drag queen's birthday in Edmonton. Uh, I was a friend of a. I was the guest of a friend, and it was a Madonna theme, so you had to dress like Madonna. So I dress like Letterman Madonna. Oh. With the bun and like the cigar. And Very like, nice. It was fun. But this is the best part. At midnight. And there was people like, there was a man, a bartender dressed like Jesus. At midnight, like all of a sudden the, all these boxes filled with cheeseburgers and junior chickens from McDonald's came oh, in. <laughs> like I was heaven. like, this is the greatest part of all time. And, and the lady from Love Inc. was there singing. Shut up. Oh, it was the best party ever. Holy shit. Yeah, that's uh Ruby is from Edmonton and Ruby owns a salon called Ruby Gorgeous. I believe it's called and Ruby's a crazy good drag queen and it was just like That's a great ugh, name too. It was so good. Sometimes I wish I could be as cool as a drag queen. I've thought I, I think that's the one part about drag queens it's hard for like, women to take. Well you could like I've often been like, I wanna try drag, but like do it like hyper drag yeah like, i want to somebody like, to do drag makeup on me just so i can see i feel like i'm bare face right now and i put a lot of work into my face if we well. planned this better i would have done drag makeup on you tonight <laughs> I, I shit you not should that, i change into my green screen dress i i have like i have so much if you going back to what you said about like 
the person going in your hotel room and being disgusted. My, that's my bedroom. Yeah. My bedroom is a disaster. Most women's And are. it's because I got to keep this place fairly, like, fairly clean for when I have guests over. But, yeah. like, I just throw everything Close in there. the door. And there's so much clothes on the ground. And it's, I'm just really, I'm bad at hanging up my clothes. You need a dog. Because, <laughs> honestly, yes! because I cannot put, if I put stuff they on the floor, it. they'll chew it. They will shit on it. They'll do whatever they want to your clothes. So none of my clothes can be on the floor. Yeah, they'll chew it. I do you want to hear what happened to me? Mm-hmm. I brought a bathing suit yes. on the road with me, a brand new bathing suit that I hadn't even really. I think I wore it once, maybe. Mm. I had washed it, and <laughs> I go down to the pool with Casey Corbin. I didn't even tell Casey <laughs> this. I was so embar- I was so embarrassed. I don't know if Casey saw or what. I don't know what happened. <laughs> So we go in, we have a hot tub, we go in the pool, and then I go upstairs, and I take my bathing suit off, and I look at the crotch, and my dog, and I know it was my little puppy dog, she had chewed. Now, so so it was, you could, there was still the mesh there, you know when bathing suits have mesh? So the mesh was the outside material. Oh, okay, at least the mesh was. So was it wasn't like my pussy was hanging out. Was the mesh see-through? It was black, but it was kind of see-through. So like, even if... so better. It, it, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but I was just mortified that, like, I was like, how did I not notice this? I was very embarrassed. Oh. So I went and bought a Walmart bathing suit just in case I have to swim again. No fucking room. shit. I mean, like, I know for me with bathing suits, like, I don't wear them that often. Yeah. So, like, why get an expensive one? They're so fucking pricey. This is why you get an expensive one. Yeah. You look so much oh, better. That's Like, true. this one I love, and I got to figure out how to fix it because I, I'm not going to throw this bathing suit out. It was not cheap. And it has an underwire bra. Oh, uh, okay. Because, like, Walmart bathing suits are just like, here, let me just shove your tits down <laughs> like this. Let me make you look as horrifying as possible because you don't, you're not willing to spend the extra $70 on a nice bathing suit. Do you know, I'm a big fan of uh, the One Piece. Oh, yeah. I'm not a, I've never worn a bikini in my life and I'd never plan to. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently was like, Go yeah, get a miracle I feel suit. Much better in a one piece. <laughs> Go get a mir- miracle suit is amazing. Miracle They're suit. like two hundred dollars, but they last forever. And literally, like you lose ten pounds when you put one on. Oh shit! I used to wear my miracle suit as Spanx. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just gonna say, like, do they have a Spanx kind of feel? I used to. No, they're like a bit. Well, yeah, but they just suck everything in. Well, like, I wish. I mean, like, I I bought a pair of Spanx. Uh, and it was for I actually did a 15 hour live stream yeah and I was like I gotta look good for this because it's gonna be a long time yeah but I and I went and I was like I followed the chart you know they have your weight yeah and you're like and then are you, you an A B C or D E F G <laughs> I don't know and it's just like with tights like I find tights too tight too so I always yeah. get I always get a, like the largest tight yeah because they're still they're still tight on me like I, I don't get it but the Spanx I was like I went to the moment I'm like these aren't returnable are you sure that like this is if I me. follow this guideline yeah. that they will be comfortable because like I know that it's supposed to suck I know it's like not going to be the most comfortable thing but like they're not going to fall down are they like she's like no 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 you should be fine as long as you're in this weight range and I was like well I haven't weighed myself a lot yeah also never <laughs> ask a woman to be honest about her weight range and there's like so there's a I'm not, I don't mean to yeah, keep yeah, yeah, her, go, in so in Port, <laughs> Port McMurray there's a comic named Ty Brandt and he he messaged one day and he goes, because um, I was going to Fort McMurray. He's like, you want to go on a helicopter ride? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, so you got to tell me your weight. And I was just like, oh, okay, no. And then he's like, no, no, just tell me your weight. And then he's like, I always subtract at least 20 pounds 
from whatever <laughs> you're going to tell me. <laughs> because I know you can't ask a woman to tell her real weight. Like your driver's yeah. license. Yeah, I weigh 170 pounds. <laughs> Why does a driver's license need your weight? I, yeah, I never That's really horrifying. understood that. It's stupid. Yeah, it's very strange. Also, mm. like I just haven't weighed myself in a while. I just know it's, I'm not going to like what I see. I mean, since since starting this podcast, I, I've gained Wait. Yeah. There's no question. Just the amount of drinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Involved. But that's why you um, drink clear drinks. I drink, like, this is the most common drink that I drink on the show. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you can't drink beer. Oh, it's, and it sucks because there's so many, like, local breweries and stuff yeah. that, like, I could try to get as a sponsor. But, like, yeah. I just. No, it, get these it, guys. It bloats the fuck out of me, beer does. Blue Lobster Vodka. A delicious vodka in a wine bottle. <laughs> it is. It's in a wine bottle. Oh, but the Spanx. So I got the Spanx. Okay. Yeah. And I wore them for the 15-hour stream, and I was actually... The drag queens were on the stream oh with me. Oh, my God. And I made the mistake of going, oh, my spanks are killing me. And they look at me and they go, did you just look at two drag queens and complain about your Oh, spanks? yeah. <laughs> no, those <laughs> bitches. Called, they called me the fuck out. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, they got to talk. They got to wear padding. Like, yeah, they wear... But also... Uh, yeah, you should. Like, you're if you're gonna look more beautiful than me, then yeah, I want to know you're in a little bit of pain. Yeah, no, exactly. And then the spanks. So I've realized that the spanks that I got obviously were too small because they started folding mm. down. And I was like, yeah, I didn't get the. You right need ones size. that just go right under your tits and just. <sighs> no, it's just, it's fucking shit, we do. It's so fucking stupid. Rich. Spanks. I, I used to have a joke about it. How I said like I would if I had spanks, I'd need a crotchless pair. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't, cause peeing. Well, peeing, but I Fucking. don't. I don't want to meet a dude wearing spanks and then be like, uh, <laughs> go home with him and be like, "Are you ready to watch a sausage be uncased?" And just be like, blah, blah, blah. I just would not. It feels so good. Though. It feels good, but it's not in you. Have you ever taken spanks off in front of a man? No. Yeah. Fuck no. no one. I mean, I don't think I would. I think if I was getting like, if I was going out and like. Like wanted to like be with a guy or something. I probably wouldn't wear that. No, if a woman is on a date, gentlemen, here's a pro tip: if a woman on a date is where I'm drinking more, because why not? Let's fucking do it. It's in a wine bottle. I'll it's take it. I'll take lady. a hard cab home. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what we should totally do after this? Depending on how much time you have. Yeah, I've got all the time. In if the world. you got time, I do. Um, well, we're almost at two hours, so we'll wrap up the audio podcast. Okay, but we. There's two things we can do, and you have your choice. Okay. We can keep going and record like an after party okay. for YouTube. Okay. Which will just go on the YouTube channel. All right. Or we can do that as well, but also go live. Sure. Can I wear my green dress? Yes! Should I go change right now? Or should I? Let's, we'll wrap up the regular episode. Okay. And then we'll change you into the green screen, and then we'll just go live, and like maybe some comedians can come on and ask us questions. Sure. <laughs> If you're down. I'm down. Like, don't feel pressed. Now I got nothing to do. I do have to be at work for 8.30 in the morning, but I, am, I don't. I am going to cab. Uh, <laughs> I've already decided. I'm like, I'm going to sleep until 7.30, mm-hmm. and I am going to roll out of bed, and then do it. Camp there. Love it. But what was I fucking saying? What, 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 were, what was I on before we got to after party and Spanx? Spanx. Um, I don't even know. My hair is so greasy. This is such typical intoxicated right now. This is perfect. <laughs> it's great. It's pretty the, greasy. The camera can't pick up the grease. You're fine. It's pretty greasy. I'll put a filter on it. Greasy. <laughs> we forgot to mention that we're at Coachella. Oh, yeah. This is a Coachella background right mm-hmm. here. This is. I would never go to Coachella. You oh, yeah. We're not. Yeah. You, unless it was. I would have gone to Beyonce here. Holy shit. That, that fucking Beyonce live. 
changed a lot of people's lives because she is. Heard about this? Have you not watched it? Well, okay, okay. You're so crazy. You I, haven't watched I it. Definitely no. I'm not um, the hugest Beyonce fan. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate her as for long as you can appreciate her. Oh, Hundo. But I, I listened to a podcast recently about Beyonce about how like that Coachella performance like. Yeah, it was like one of the best nights. It was so good. She involved like so many like young people, young black people, and it was it was amazing. The only thing I didn't like is when people got all mad at Taylor Swift for using a marching band afterwards. But I'm like, you guys, Taylor Swift was using marching bands for years. Shut the fuck up. Stop Shut. trying to pit other women against oh! each other. Yeah, no, I that's, fucking hate that. Yeah, it's and I and I love what's they're happening. They're both and- talented women. Stop pitting them against each other. You fucking assholes. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I meant to tell you about this because she's come out with like a whole new, well, she's coming out with like a new EP. It's good. And one of the lyrics on it is, is like, I love Selena, but I listen to Demi. Yeah. I love Nikki, but I, I listen but to I'm Cardi. But I'm sorry, I listen to Cardi. I don't like that line. Yeah. But she, I listened to an interview yeah. with her about it and she was just saying like, you know, like, it, it doesn't mean that I hate them. It's just like. Yeah. I don't like that they're pitted against each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. There's rap beefs. But I uh, I would just like to see Nikki and Cardi get along because I love them both. I really do. I think they're both fucking amazing, talented artists. And I don't like having to choose a side because one of them threw a shoe at another one. Is that Was that what it was about, a shoe? Uh, well, a lot of stuff, I think. But Also, like, uh, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. I know that was a... Cr- like, wh- how many... I mean, I guess male beefs end in murder. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at Tupac and Biggie, I guess male beef. Yeah, that's true. And in murder, so that's more horrifying. But I really, really do not like. I, I mean, that's happened to me before, where I had I had a fucking booker in Edmonton say to me once, and it was very hurtful because another girl, a younger girl, had started comedy and she was attractive, and he said, "Kathleen, what do you think about pretty girls doing comedy?" And I was just oh, like, "You're such sakes. an asshole." Oh, I'm like, "You're oh. only saying that because you want me to hate her, and I don't hate her. I think she's funny and talented." Stop pitting us against each other. Against each other. Uh-huh. I think that's a male device to keep us down. And I think, and I, and I think too, females are the perpetrators as well of that. Females can be horrible. Uh huh. I've been horrible to other women. Women have been horrible to me. We've all done it. We've all experienced it. We need to stop it. Uh huh. <laughs> when I got cheated on, my mm-hmm. ex, like I confronted him in the bar yeah knowing he cheated on me yeah he was sitting with her mm-hmm. the first person i confronted was her yeah but it wasn't her fault and i poured beer in her face and that and like yeah that was bad and emotions just, are running i, I looked it. at him and i went you're a cheater we're done but like still like she was the t- number one target yeah of my boyfriend cheating on me that's fucked like yeah. it's okay. I get being mad at the check. Well, I mean that's but, happened before, you know. where it's like a celebrity uh, drama about. I mean, even I mean, even Beyonce is guilty of it with her Becky called Becky with the good hair. Like, I mean, she's shaming the woman, and I mean, no woman should is ever. Is that where that came from? Well, he cheated okay. on another. Uh, nobody knows who he cheated with. Well, I don't. I'm not that into the, the drama, but like, uh, but she, that's her line. She goes, "You better call Becky with the good hair." Right. So everyone had all these different ideas of who he had hooked up with, but mm. it is like it is shitty to like immediate. Uh, like, I oh, Khloe Kardashian is the best example of all this. I am yes. so embarrassed that I know about this drama because I fucking cannot stand the Kardashians. But I really am. 
I really hate what they did to that girl, Jordan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because her side of the story is that he he kissed her and she was like, okay, bye. Yeah. But then Khloe Kardashian goes after this girl and only her, not her fucking husband who had cheated multiple times. And also, if you're going to date, also, if you're going to date a fucking pro athlete and you don't expect to get cheated on, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, not it, wrong. it's it's like there's just constant women throwing themselves at them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You gotta have the strongest person in the world. Yeah. Oh, did you did you watch the Jordan interview though? Yes, I did with yeah. Jada Pinkett yeah. Smith. And I watched that, and I I truly felt bad for her. I felt like she got. I did too. And that's the problem with social media, though, is that things come out immediately, and then there's all of a sudden this lynch mob after you and you're like like i've never been the center of a hate social media but i can't even imagine like you can't even open your phone without having all this hate spewed your way and where we've become this big pitchfork society we're gonna ruin your career like and they're like just coming for you yeah it's crazy but it blows over that's that's the one thing if you're i talked to a comic and he's like if you're ever involved in an online scandal Mm. just don't say anything and yeah. then next week someone will do something and because the more you say the more you'll trigger well that but everyone will yeah. forget about it everyone for yeah exactly there's too Just much pay no mind kind there, of thing. every day there's a new scandal every day there's a new person that yeah. died every day there's something else that will come along so true like farrah fawcett died on the same day michael jackson died and no one gave a shit and it was sad remember that because farrah fawcett was a queen oh she was. i love this so much <gasps> kathleen okay so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this regular intoxicated episode, but I'm having so much fun with Kathleen. We're going to keep recording. We're going to have some fun with the green screen. Maybe go live and tune into the YouTube version of whatever extra comes out of this. But I <laughs> I would like you to take screenshots of how progressively drunker my eyes got. <laughs> throughout the I gladly will. Throughout the I gladly will. Oh, my episode. gosh. It's, this is great. I, I'm, I'm having a bl- like you're ma- like first of all like before I close up the episode thank you so much for coming on and thank you for being who you are because it, it, it does I know that this is cheesy okay. but it does inspire women you know women who are also like loud and out there like yeah. just we're all real look at not care look yes. at these chap of the hot rolls yes. and when I sit up they're gone <laughs> but if go. I'm down they're here but if I sit up they're gone it's great <laughs> you're the you're amazing Thank Where you. can people find you and follow you and stay up to date with everything Me? you do? I'm just like on, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Kathleen underscore McGee, Twitter, Kathleen underscore McGee. And I have a podcast called the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. I didn't even get to ask you about that. Okay, we'll talk about the extra. But if you but if you look at, don't search Dead Baby Bear. Search Dead Baby Bear. It's on YouTube. We're still waiting for you for Apple to approve us. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you search Dead Baby Bear on YouTube, Make sure you add podcasts. Podcast. They're going to see some horrifying and upsetting yeah. videos. Which is the mistake I made. But and, I, and we didn't name it Dead Baby Bear because we like Dead Baby Bears. It was actually a tragic incident, but it was fun. Tune in to the extra to find out about that. But it's with your friend, right? Sean LaCombe, the funniest man in the world. And you guys just shoot the shit. So shoot yeah. the shit. We I might have that. guests eventually. I love that. But for now, we just talk about shit. It's no, that's, we get high and it's easier. That's that's very intoxicating. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Guys, follow Kathleen. Step to date with her. See her live if you get the fucking chance. Yeah, if you get the I, chance. My stomach hurt from laughing <laughs> when I saw you. I like to have fun and I'm not trying <sighs> to impress anyone. That's... Fuck yeah. When people are like, what's your comedy like? I'm like, 
I just like to have fun and I'm not trying to impress anyone. Because and, and fuck it. I, who am I going to impress? Nobody's giving me TV shows. Nobody's giving me festivals. I'm just having yet. fun. Yet. Oh, I've had some. <laughs> but now it's just about going on the road and having a great time with people. That's, that's amazing. To me, that's way more fun. And you look like you have fun doing it. And that's why I think it's like, like, like for really a while I was not having fun doing it. And yeah. you could tell. But oh. then, but then I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm, I'm getting paid to tell jokes that I'm being stupid. Right? Yeah. Like I cannot believe I'm not having fun. It's a crazy life, but it's a good life. It's a good life. If you, if you have a good positive attitude. <laughs> have the positive attitude. Have a positive attitude. Or just be drunk. Or be drunk all the time. Or both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Kathleen, you get to end the episode with a bell ring. Oh, thank you, Blue Lobster Vodka. <laughs> ring that bell with the vodka. Oh. Ooh. Because it's a high, it's a high wine <laughs> bottle. That was hard.